Hello and welcome to the Salacast on Sunday the 19th of November 2017. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Yep. And Robert Kemp. <laughs> Dramatic pause, <laughs> damn it. As Rob tries to think of something hilarious to say to do to play off yep. I thought that was because your your response was so short that you didn't have time to get in front of the microphone. No, no I, I, I was, was uh, plenty sat. I was successfully seated, and but I sit here defeated. Yep. Okay. Oh, sad times. My intro, I sheeted. <laughs> you sheeted. You it's because it. it's because before we started, you were trying to think of something good to do. <laughs> you never do that. <laughs> My that brain power work. is depleted. Yeah. This rhyme is conceited. <laughs> <laughs> What's the conceit? <laughs> the fact that you're rhyming. That <laughs> it's fairly easy to rhyme anything that ends with N. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the concept repeated. Anyway, how you doing, listeners? This is the sad cast. <laughs> Ask them a question they cannot answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's nice to ask if people are, that, are all right. Isn't it? They don't have to be able to answer. It's like, can be rhetorical, that one, can't it? <laughs> can it be rhetorical? When you ask someone if they're okay, can that actually be a rhetorical question? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Maybe no. <laughs> the audience are well treated. I guess if you knew for sure that they were okay, then you could ask it rhetorically, right? <laughs> that's basically what rhetorical questions are. It's like you're asking something you already know the answer to. You already know the answer to, yeah. I guess so. I guess maybe it's rude to presume that people are okay. Yeah, maybe. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> he speeded. <laughs> what are you doing? I couldn't find a thing of another eater. I kept that up for a long time. Do you ever get that when you, you just... Because... Everyone assumes the answer to "Are you all right?" or "Are you, uh, you know, how, how are you all You're right? right? You're right. right. And the and answer is, on, "Yeah, You're I'm right. all right. How are you? You all right?" Yeah, I'm good, if, mate. You, if you ask like, "You all right?" and they're like, "No," <laughs> you're like, "Oh, damn." I You're didn't right, mate. Actually, well, no, actually care. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to actually have a conversation. No. When I'm, when I'm in fairness, surely that's the easiest conversation anyone can ever have, right? If you if you have some kind of general malaise. You can just be like, this, that's, that's my opener. And it's like, you're right, mate. And I'm like, nah, I'm feeling a bit crappy, mate, actually. You know, I've got a bit of a cold. I've got that head flu that's going around. Well, as long as you're willing to extrapolate yourself and not just be like, no. Because <laughs> then, that, then they oh, have what, to try and question yeah. what just, the problem is. What if you just stop? Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. right? No. no. <laughs> okay. But the, when you say like, yeah, I'm not so great, actually. Like the the actually that, kind of that like, the actually part kind of in, implies well it's true isn't it that it, that's not the expected answer yeah you know and 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 the tone I suppose is leading isn't it yeah if, yeah if you said it, if you said it like that it would be like ah, I'm, I'm I'm not so great actually and it's like that basically the, the the social etiquette at that point is for the other person to ask the question why you've sort of led them into that yeah exactly but, you know they could equally just go. Like if you said, no, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling so good at you. They just go, all right, cool, See you shame, oh, cool, <laughs> shame, shame. Like, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> oh, that sucks, mate. Anyway, I got a problem. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs> I'm now done with this conversation, and 
I believe it. Sucks for you. <laughs> that's pretty good, Rob. That was quite succinct. I'll use that. Oh, that sucks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm really anyway, sorry. Anyway, moving here, on. But, but I'm going to make your day worse. Yeah. Uh, sorry I asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is really the dismissive. That is the most dismissive. Yeah. No, the most dismissive is like, don't even let them answer and just carry on. How are you, mate? Oh, I don't really care. <laughs> How are you, mate? Listen. <laughs> just, 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 just immediately get started there. <laughs> you right, mate? How are you doing? Listen. <laughs> just cut off immediately. Listen. Now, listen. Now listen what, here. What's your go-to? Uh, I, I I use how's it going a lot. I don't know why. As opposed to how are you? Uh, or yeah, or what? What's yours? Know, oh, you're I, right. I, I mean, you're right. I mean, I, t- I tend to open with you're right or something like that. But then no one really answers that. That's just sort of my hello. Yeah, they don't like, even if answer. It, if it, if it, even yeah, if, it then, if, it, if it then moves on for that, I think like how are you keeping? Seems to be my one at the moment. <laughs> really? How are you keeping? How, okay. how are you keeping? Huh. That's I a good quite, one. I think I use that in the sort of if it's someone I'm not super acquainted with, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, well, right. just just acquainted, I suppose is the right, phrase. Right. People, Acquaintances. People I know, people I know, but aren't really that frequently conversing with. I suppose you say, "How are you keeping? How are you keeping? <laughs> you right? As that is basically right? the equivalent of you right? Yeah, I don't know why I yeah, say how's it going. You know, it's sort of one of those. Right. Some don't say house tricks, but only to certain people, probably. Uh, for some reason, I've started saying fella a lot recently <laughs> as well. Fella, oh, you're right. You're right, you're right, fella. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, I do this. Like things, thing, weird phrases just come, just pass through me. <laughs> it's like I've stopped. I think I've, stopped, <laughs> I think I've got past. Yeah. I think I've got past the if that's okay phase because okay. that was quite uh, bad for a yeah. while. Because you end up saying it all the time. Mm. Not you, it's, like, you, it's, like, it's like if I'm ordering something at McDonald's, it would be like, <laughs> be like I'll have a Big Mac meal first, okay? And they're like, of right. course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> so, yeah, some, you know, some people would be quite funny about it and pick it. So, of course it's okay. So it's a fresh grunt. I still do my we, McDonald's we, Burger King test. You want any rings for that? Yeah. The, the te- you know my stupid test where I, I know exactly what i want right because it's on the menu so i tell them everything that i want in one go oh, right and, 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 and then see what questions they ask yeah if they they fail if they start asking things that i've already told them and sometimes they can fail like two or three times by going through the whole thing again mm. oh right so even if they ask you what one little bit is you just repeat the whole thing so it's no, like, no. <laughs> like, like i'll have a, I'll have a medium big mac meal with a strawberry milkshake please yeah to and, take and away. then they come like oh what, what do you want with that i'll have a big mac meal to take away i should do that <laughs> that's the but that should be the only response you have to any question they they have you have like, to say more than that because you have to say you have to say the size you have to say that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. So yeah, a medium big mac, a, bi- a medium big mac meal with a strawberry milkshake to take away, please. Yeah, that's that's yeah, it. And, and if and that, you say that, then they start asking. I'd be like, do you, you, you want to go large with that? I have a medium big mac meal <laughs> with, with fries and a strawberry milkshake to take away, take please. Away. So eat in or take away. Eating in. I have a big mac meal, medium. You have to make sure that you say the exact same thing every time to oh, make what, it what if really you... obvious that it's dumb. Yeah. Oh, I, t- I suppose. Because <laughs> if you suddenly went, 
I'll take away a medium Big Mac meal, strawberry milkshake. Epic game. Oh, you could do that. You could vary the order. Rearrange it so that the part that they ask you is always the first thing you apply. And then just carry on. What what drink would you like? I'd like a strawberry milkshake with my medium Big Mac meal (laughs) to take away. (laughs) Which I'm taking away. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Or make it the last. (laughs) It'll be like. What drink do you want for that? Well, with that Big Mac meal that I'm taking away in this medium, I want strawberry milkshake. You know what? That would be, that would be really annoying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because like, like if the, the, especially on the go large question, it's like, do you want to go large with that? Well, this Big Mac meal with strawberry milkshake that I'm that taking away right. should be medium. <laughs> That's quite awkward. I sometimes I sometimes <laughs> shift between medium and regular. I think regular, regular. might be clearer sometimes. Well, it's, Reg- it's not really medium, is it? Because I think <laughs> the official language is medium, though. It depends. I think uh, uh, Maggie, it is Maggie a McDonald's. D's, the official yeah. term is medium. You even have to say that because it's like that's just the standard. It's I like, know, but yeah. you do have to say because that means they can't ask if you say regular or yeah, medium. That the means they can't ask you to go large, right? has a variant because then a regular Big Mac meal would just be like it's a Big Mac meal with no changes like to 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 the Big Mac necessarily because what have you got that's like a chicken legend because you've got the cool mayo yeah, I'm saying you don't the, have right. to say regular or medium to imply the medium size unless, unless oh, you want to avoid the yeah, yeah, large yeah, question yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, then, yeah, then you're defeating of are, the purpose though. of the challenge yeah so what happens if they ask you for onion rings? Is, is that the point where you can? Where you they can, don't. You're they don't do that no? in the UK. They don't like upsell you on stuff you haven't asked for. Apart no, from going uh, even, even even BK have stopped that. Yeah, I've never. No, I've said. never had them ask me. Do you want onion rings as well? I have to ask for that. <laughs> do you want? Do you want fries with that? Isn't a thing. <laughs> no, because it's a meal, right? So you yeah. get the fries. Yeah, and people understand. Drink. Unless you say you want the fruit instead. Do you want the fruit? Do you want the fruit? <laughs> Oh, yeah. fruit, I've never fruit. been asked, did you want the f- fruit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've been asked that in any circumstance. I no. want the fruit. Well, I don't think, I mean, I guess you've never ordered a kid's meal because that would be the one I guess. where like, like the different being... parts of kid's meals are specified. And it, you'd be encouraged, I suppose. But you can, like, on those touchscreen panels, if you want, swap your price yeah, for fruit. you can, yeah. On any meal. Oh, man. So we, you could, we could make this way more complicated. <laughs> Those touchscreen like, panels ever, are funny ever... as well, though, because like the the experience, like the default, what I consider the default is like at the end of the lists usually, or like in a weird. It's like not the first. You'd think it would be on the well, top. Burgers left. is like burgers is like center screen, right. right? If you think of it that way, so you've got like your whatever that left bar is that I never look at. Probably oh, yeah. that's probably your order bar, like what you've got so far. Burgers is right in the right in the middle of the mm. screen so it's, mm. for me it's like a face height so i'm staring right at burgers yeah you've that's got what's fine. new you got what's new above it and... <laughs> yeah i still think that special. ui could be improved oh it's awful because it's yeah. it's like it's over for, for the kit that they're using to power it it's over animated and so way too slow yeah yeah so yeah, it doesn't, Come on, doesn't guys. quite doesn't quite work. Like you if you got rid some, of your I mean if you're getting rid of all these like human employees, I'm sure you can afford some better UX <laughs> design yeah. on your freaking Especially UI. Well that one at that one at Ipswich is they've gone all in on that. Like like it's just those and there's like a single like order point now for like people actually talking to people. 
Yeah. And, uh, and to the point where the counter isn't actually a full counter anymore. It's just got a giant hole in it where people can just walk into the kitchen or walk like to and from the back. It's like they're just gone as that door, the, the staff door. It's like oh, they just walk in and out. They just walk through the gap. All oh, right. It's really odd. It, it look it. It seems like there's something missing. I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm tempted just to wander into the kitchen and go, "All right, mate, how you keeping back here? <laughs> how you keeping, <laughs> fella? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slap some cheese on it, fella. <laughs> how you keeping, fella? Oh Do you want me to go? <laughs> oh dear. I think I, I'm about it. I think I use it more in the plural. So if I'm walking past, fellas. like if I'm saying it to a group, it's not right, fellas. I still say guys, even if the even if, if they're all female, I still say guys. Hi guys, how's it going? See, there you go. <laughs> That's a combination. Yeah. That's the way I, I, I speak. I don't even know if I. I don't, yeah, I don't know how I, how, how I approach groups of ladies anymore. I don't, I don't, maybe ladies. I, you know, I'm no ladies. I don't, I, yeah, I think it might actually be just ladies. <laughs> oh, dear. Just a creepy pasta. Yeah. Ladies. That's not what creepy pasta is. No, no that's but... not what creepy Yeah. <clears throat> so, what's going on? Any, uh, I heard you had a new phone, Rob. I do have a new phone. What? Because Windows Phone is you. You clung on to that. Oh, yeah, I clung, clung, clung on for it for, for for way too long. But it's gone to so the, the so great the... phone operating system in the sky or whatever. Yeah, well, it's just the the all of the things that that phone. Well, it does everything a phone does, but it just doesn't do them all at the times I want to, them to do it. It's like if I was trying to demo the maps functionality just sat here now, it would work absolutely fine. If I try and use it in the car, there's a mm. 50% chance that it will go, you haven't got GPS, mate. Mm. <laughs> and I'd be like, That's probably not necessarily the phone's fault. Well, it kind of is because at the same time, if, if you press the location button, it would go, you're here. And it's like, no, that's right. And the location services icon would appear going, no, that's okay. But then I could be driving down the motorway for like an hour and it still won't know where GPS is and things like that. And it's like, come on. The only way to fix it is to reboot the phone and then it works straight out. And it's like, great. That's not helpful at all. Um, I've, I think like the, the theory behind, there's a theory behind why I can't hang up on my Windows phone, like occasionally, um, which is, you know, you'll pull it away from your face and the screen won't turn on. So I can't press the button you can't hang up. Hang up. And the Windows phone doesn't let you override that with the power button, it seems. So I think my proximity center sensor is screwed in some way. So I can't... So half the time, I after... No, bye, bye, bye. And then it's like... I can't hang up. Stupid phone! And then it hangs up. <laughs> Some people get a lot... get angry, Rob, at the end of phone calls. <laughs> Stupid phone! Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if, if I'm listening to something in the car over Bluetooth, whilst anything else on the phone is happening, it crackles and cuts out. So, using GPS maps whilst listening to a podcast is a bad idea. Hmm. And you know, I drive a lot at the moment, so it's, yeah, you do. So you know, I just got fed up with it. It doesn't function. So uh, I've gone all in, and I have an S8. 
Ooh. I've got Android. Android. And why does it have an annoying blue flashing light on it? Because that's a you've got a notification light for some reason. I think I can turn that off. <laughs> Just hope so. Probably not bright enough to like illuminate the room at night. No, no, no. It's, it's not that. It's not that bright. I, I sort of missed that because I remember when I had like my my, my like super old Windows PDA phone, like when it was running Windows Mobile Five or something, um, and I had a stylus and a flip out keyboard and that kind of nonsense. It's like that had LEDs on it that would like like blink red when I got messages, and it's like, well, that's actually kind of useful. I can see it from afar when. I've missed a message. Um, so we'll see how I get on with this blinky light. Also has a screen that never turns off unless it's in your pocket, which I'm questioning how much battery life that's going to burn. Yeah. <laughs> but it's my first experience with Android. It's quite overwhelming. Everything wants to tell me everything. Tell you everything? Well, like notifications up the wazoo. It's just endless like you walk near like I, I went to cambridge yesterday and i went by a tesco's and it basically asked does tesco it suddenly popped up a notification saying does tesco's have great produce and i'm like what why why do you why do you care it's because google maps has this like community driven um like information gathering thing now. i think they call it google guides or something which, of course, they've gamified, so you can level it up by telling it information about places you go to. Mm. But I don't want to be constantly poked, like, hey, <laughs> there's, no. there's something there. And like where every time I get in the... Or it thought I was driving, it would go, this is what the traffic's like, and put it up as a notification on screen. So the phone would go, hey, you got a thing. And it's like, no, Google wants to tell you about the traffic. I'm like, no, okay, I'm turning that off as well. Um <laughs> So these are things just, you're basically opting out of things for the first three days. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. I spent most of my Friday afternoon figuring out how to turn most of the phone off. <laughs> oh dear, which is just just a bit. It is mental. It's like because Galaxy Apps was constantly trying, which is you know Samsung's own App Store suggester thing, was installing stuff on its own and. Uh, and and putting notifications up, say, hey, we think you might like this. And it's like, no, okay, I'm turning those off immediately. The three app it was bombarding me with stuff, saying, hey, yeah, we, you, you, congrats on getting your phone. You might like these apps. And it's like, right, okay, more marketing. I can turn that off. Um, whenever, whenever I was downloading apps and stuff, admittedly, this is this bit's kind of okay. Whenever I was downloading things, it would put updates on screen to say, hey, I'm downloading. Hey, I'm done downloading. I'm installing now. Hey, I've installed. <laughs> and it's just like all of these were separate notifications. It's like, oh God, make it stop. But are the notifications at least like grouped in, you know, because on iPhone, so they're just like... It does, it does bundle them a little bit. And okay. there is a, an incredibly quick shortcut to blocking them. Like cool. if, even if the app wants to send them, you can tell Android to block them. Um, which is quite nice, and mm. you can do that just by long pressing a any notification that goes, and it takes you to the app blocking screen. Oh, that's good. Um, I don't know a shortcut to do that on iOS. So you have to go into the settings and find the app and turn off notifications that way. Yeah. So it's just taken. It just it took quite a long time to get it to be in a state where I think I can use it. 
And like I have found myself immediately missing some of the simplicity of Windows Phone. Mm. Like it, it, Windows Phone might not have functioned, but that design is so nice. Mm. Just things how just how you use Windows Phone is fantastic. I love the tiles. I love the I love how it, like a lot of its apps support that select shortcut where it, instead of tapping on the item, you just tap on the left hand side of the screen. And it goes into select mode, so you can just quickly go bang, 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 get rid of those, mm. um, and multi-select really fast. Uh, and I've been finding myself doing that on here, going, "Oh yeah, I can't oh, do yeah, that." Oh yeah, can't do it. Yeah. Um, and and if you're lucky, some of the apps will have if you tap the circle representation of the thing, like your picture or something on messages, or the, you know the uh, what do they call it? the initials that it's attached to an email that will sometimes go into select mode. Um, and you can do it that way, but that even that requires a bit of a long press. And mm. uh, you know, the state of the widgets is very variable. Some of them you can make look nice and not have a background. Others want to look like the app. So, like the Gmail app, for instance, has to be red and white, no matter what how you're trying to theme your home screens and things like that. So, like, just make it nice and have mm. transparent background and mm, not nice. have a scrollable panel. Just show the last email or something like. I kind of just want tiles. <laughs> you know the Windows design was so good. Yeah, but for I, uh, for a home screen for a phone, tiles were perfect. No, I agree. I, I don't really understand the dominance of the kind of. You know, it's all very well that iPhone or whatever when it came out in two thousand and seven had a grid of icons, you know, with the little notifications. But why did Android copy that for a start, and then why hasn't things moved on in bloody? Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, like widgets are supposed to solve that problem to some degree, right? Yeah, but you can't. Admittedly, I haven't done too much research. I haven't like had enough time or enough gumption to just like search around see if I could find specific widgets for Gmail, for instance, to tidy that stuff up. Like maybe there are apps out there. Gmail, I mean, Android is so flexible, right? That there are there are apps. An app in in Android basically could be anything. Yeah, like not an app in the traditional sense. It could be something that does something else. Yeah, it's quite uh, different like an too. add-in or to a thing, or a, a little bit of functionality here, or a theming overrider, or in the entire interface of the phone, as it turns out. Yeah, well, isn't your isn't the Samsung phone isn't stock, right? Android. No, it's um, it's it's running uh. Samsung Experience, they've called it now, which is basically just Touch Wiz, which is what they used to call it, but mm. but you know, snazzed up for the eights, and it's fine actually. The Samsung stuff is good. I'll mm. I'll give it that. Like, um, but if I wanted to, I could download the APK for uh, Pixel Launcher, for instance, and turn my phone into a Pixel. Oh, that's because cool. it's Android. You just can if you want. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I can change the messaging app from the Samsung one to back to the stock Android one at any time if I want because it's just an app, and it's like so. There, there are elements of that to the phone where you just look at it and go, "Okay, that's really smart." Everything about this phone is modular. Everything. Mm. Um, and if I and if I wanted to, I could change it. They do put some hoops to jump through. For instance, the Pixel launcher isn't available on the App Store. I'd have to sideload it onto the phone if I really wanted it, but you can do that. Mm. Um, and you know some of the apps that take over or change how your lock screen functions, for instance, don't get on with the Samsung thing. And instead of taking over Samsung's thing, they add an extra step 
So you do the Samsung one and then you do the other one. <laughs> and it's like, so, so certain things like that don't quite work, but uh, uh, you know, it's the fact that you can or, and you can try it and you can mess with it, which means I've been messing with it way too much. Most of the time, just to land back where I started. Mm. Got a nice camera and it works as a phone. And it has a slight Bluetooth audio issue in the car, which I'm having to try and figure out. I'm sure you could probably fix that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a known problem with the S8s, but it's mm. there's a, a lot of discussion around it, and a lot of workarounds to try. Some work, some don't. Your usage may vary. Cool. Okay. So yeah, uh, uh, phone review. Android is fun. It's mental. I... I don't know how regular ass people use it out of the box because it's taken me so long to get it to this point mm. where, I, where I think I'm in its happy spot. Because you've had to chain, turn so many things off. Yeah. Yeah. Also, app defaults, man. Just in general, like it, you, when you in- install an app these days, they want to be super talkative and terrible. Mm. Like yeah. the Facebook defaults these days. Ugh. Was it Facebook? Yeah, it was Facebook because, like, its default setting for like video content is play with sound. Yeah. So I was just scrolling Facebook, and all of a sudden, an ad for Battlefront actually <laughs> just starts blaring out of my phone, and I'm like, "Oh God, where's that coming from?" Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's because Facebook is just playing it with sound by default. I didn't know that was a thing, so now I have to go digging through the options trying to find where that is to turn that. And off. Fortunately, yeah. you can turn that off. App defaults suck. Yep. Yeah, I don't Even know. The, there's no podcast. That is the other thing. There's no podcast. Oh, that's annoying. There's no stock podcast player, so I've had to go yeah. get an app for that. Yeah. Uh, which, and then that one? took an exceed. Um, there are a few recommended ones, but none for free. I'll see what my brother uses, and that might be helpful. I'm, I'm using Podcast it. Addict at the moment, which seems okay, but has ad banners unless you pay money. Mm. And it's, but it's, it's, but it's, I'm reluctant to spend money on something that's just okay. Mm. Um, I mean, I spent money on an app for my Windows phone, like a couple of quid, because Podcast Lounge, as it turns out, was pretty good at what it did and quite simple to use. Um, but Podcast Addict seems a bit overcomplicated. It's very, very flexible, don't get me wrong, but it's not presented very well. Mm. Um, so it's quite tricky to use, but it does seem to do the job of auto-downloading and auto-playlisting and auto-deleting when you've listened to stuff, so... Yeah. So I'll stick with it for a while. Oh, and it's also compatible with Google Auto, which is a big but, big plus. What's that? Uh, when I get in my car, the phone oh, knows the it's in the car, thing. and so boots a nice big screen app to control things. Mm, cool. Um, oh, that's quite good. Yeah. There's, there's some neat stuff there you can do. So yeah, Android. It's mental. Mm. Yeah, what else is mental? Well, there's a more mental thing. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, it's technically your story, but I was uh, making yeah. a transition to it. Well, you were here. Yeah, I was here. About that car fire. Yeah, about the like a couple of hours after the end of the last podcast, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> while I was still here, we were playing Splatoon. Because we could. And it was uh, on the Spotfire night also. Yeah. Which may or may not have had anything to do with this. Well, it's we thought it did at <laughs> first. So we're sat there playing Salmon Run on Splatoon. And then 
around the edges of the curtain, we we the things got quite bright orange for a moment, or what we thought was going to be a moment. Let's put it that way. We're like, wow, that's a really bright firework. Oh, that glow's not going away. Oh dear. And then the gnome had a quick peek, and it's like, I think that car's on, that car's on fire. And, like, and then it probably freaks out. Um, <laughs> and then after, after a while, we suddenly realize, oh, yeah, we've got a hose. Let's deal with this. But yeah, it's literally right outside <laughs> my house. Okay. Um, you called like, the fire right brigade, right? the window. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the first thing I did. Yeah. Um, uh, and fair play to them. They were pretty quick. Um, well, they didn't really have that far No, as, I guess as we worked out in the end. Yeah, once we remembered where the fire station itch actually is, and say, "Oh, it's not actually that far away." You'd hope they'd be on high alert on fireworks night as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that would have been made, why they might have taken longer. Yeah, they so probably been out yeah. on some other fireworks related thing. I might have had more to deal with, let alone car fires. I would mm. think. Well, unless <laughs> fireworks cause quite a lot of car fires, I don't know, like stuff falling from the sky. I know car fire seems like it would take precedence over most firework-related fires on Bonfire Night. Maybe. Unless it got really out of hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless it was like a, a fireworks show. Or a house. Well, yes, it was a house match. House fire should always come first, I guess. Um, yeah, so that, so that was quite irritating, to say the least. So how quite... did that start, do you know? No idea? Well... Someone chucked petrol on it, that's how it started. Yeah, so it's like 40... Well... I, I say thought. I mostly like, thought. You mostly thought, yeah. Like, like so I guess eighty percent confidence <coughs> level that you saw someone mo- running away from it. Yeah, as it went up, chucking stuff out of a bucket of some description onto it, and then setting on fire. <laughs> so yeah. it was arson, right as yeah. like a window. Yeah. Right. What? So someone's got a grudge against then, whoever owns that car. Against yeah, neighbour up the road. Apparently, um, because. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. So we hang around for a while, and then like the, the the police basically say, "Hey, we'll, we'll come, we'll come back, we'll come back in a bit to take a statement from Zach because you said you saw something." So we'll, well come deal with that. Had contact with the police, the police and yeah. yeah, and it's like so. We hung around for a while. Like it took them like a good hour to get to us, I suppose. Well, like, yeah, it was surprising that even was that quick, really. I guess, but I suppose around night. here the police don't necessarily have that much to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think there's well, there's reasonable gang and drug problems in Ipswich now at the moment. Apparently, um, apparently, so I've heard. Um, yeah, but anyway, they were. Yeah, so we so we played a bit of Splatoon <laughs> until then. As we do. Um, uh, they dealt with that. Zach went home. No, and I went to bed. A bit, not really able to sleep at this point and uh which is quite convenient because two hours later about three in the morning a familiar orange glow appears oh the same car is on fire the same car (laughs) is on fire they're like well it's not fully burned let's Carry on. <laughs> well, it was pretty messed up after the first attempt. Most of the front of that thing well, was got, melted. They got the front, but not the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, yes. Whatever. But they just wanted to make sure whatever was in the boot was done. Yeah, clearly. And uh, yeah, so they they had another go, which was way more deliberate this time because it, it was <laughs> really basically way more deliberate. well, as in as in it was, it was as deliberate but more obvious. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. <laughs> there was like a green petrol can that was just hanging out on the roof, burning Okay. Uh, so we did the whole dance again. Police came back. Fire engine came yeah. back. Yeah. 
This time the police were on the scene with the fire engine. They came all at once and was like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> it's um, very weird. Because <laughs> like, everyone, everyone was like, this, they basically were like, this is one of the more unusual things we've dealt with. Like, <laughs> yeah. fire twice. twice. Um, so they were like, because it's that strange and because it seems like this, like, like, you know, because it's super obvious this is deliberate, we don't normally recover burnt out vehicles in the middle of the night. But we're, we're going to make an exception to get a call out here. Right. So about half an hour after everything had died down, a recovery truck came and dealt with it. Um, except the debris was there for like a week and a half. Like the bits that had fallen off the car were just sort of right. left in the road like as a black mess right. until like a couple of days ago where they put... It seemed like a two-step process. Someone obviously came and had put like spray paint on the ground, like red box around <laughs> the debris. <laughs> like, what, like, two weeks here's later. The stuff you need. Yeah, here's the stuff you need to move out of the way. <laughs> and then a day later, that the stuff was gone. So it's like there's the red, the red box of debris. <laughs> Just bizarre. But so, yeah, it, 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 it totally. Well, yeah, we were a bit had a day of bait you know just had to try and work the next day with no sleep and being right. all on edge yeah and it's uh uh so that so that was no fun and and obviously like no was a bit freaked out over the whole thing she had that the um, i'm still convinced this is a film thing but cars don't explode right yeah no yeah so she had that sort of film thing and like 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 like, like, it was good just gonna because it's like oh it's fuel like the fire was going towards the back of the car the fuel tank's just gonna go right it's gonna explode it's gonna damage our house and it's like that's not really how it works i'm pretty sure they just get fiery yeah they don't explode explode like like concussive explosion there's like a yes 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 that's more flames yeah it would get it would get more fire it wouldn't get more boom Unless the fuel tank was very well sealed and highly, not really highly compressed, work. yeah, yeah. So I wasn't too worried, but yeah, no, no, no thought that was a thing. No, it's not like in Grand Theft Auto where it smokes for a while and then it explodes <laughs> yeah. in like a chain reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that tank out and go up. Okay, yeah. Um. But any suspected motive for like whose car? Oh was God it knows. Or? So uh, it's, obviously it's, um, an insurance scam. It's got to be right. <laughs> well, we don't know. Burning it's own a, car. like a really bad one. <laughs> so no one thinks it's the cartel of some description. <laughs> the cartel. The cartel. Yeah. What like the, the Mexicans? <laughs> yeah. Well, because there's a, there's a guy that we we found out whose whose car it was the second time because he came out. Um, <laughs> To, to act innocent, <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. Well, my car's on fire. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Although I'm not, sure, I'm not sure how much he would have had to have act because he was off his tits. <laughs> like he was just—he he didn't speak a great deal of English, I don't think. Or if he did, the alcohol was taking over, so he couldn't. Right. Um, and it, it, his mate was. His mate seemed quite happy about the whole situation, wasn't they? <laughs> so that's the first thing he said. It was him, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. He seemed, he seemed to be sort of enjoying trying to control his, his friend. Like, he was like, Wah! and then falling over a bit. And then... Jeez, what the hell is going on in Ipswich? Uh, yeah, to, the, to the point where Gnome sort of looked at me and was just like, what have we gotten ourselves into? You haven't got yourselves into anything. Just place well, the, we the curtain. I guess we were trying to assist, I suppose. But yeah. And you know, we're the ones with a hose twice. Also unnecessary. Yeah, well 
Was it did it, did you slower? manage to fight fight the fire at all then with your hose? Somewhat. You could you could slow its progress, I suppose, but you weren't going to put it out. Well, because you weren't going to open it up to get to where the fire was on the inside. You were just no. spraying it over the bits that the water. And also, that, you know, the pressure and that we could get out of the hose is nowhere near enough water flow, really, to yeah to cover it properly. Not not compared to what that engine can kick out anyway. Yeah, so that was exciting. Okay. <laughs> it's it's huge. Yeah, <laughs> hot hotbed for arson. <laughs> Coming at you. Yeah. This podcast is on fire. <laughs> well, so that's that's why you could tell it was clearly like clearly got to be some kind of insurance fraud thing because like it was a very specific car. It wasn't like a random car. It's way deep in the estate. And it's the house that that car is from is like not even close to where it's parked. What's the saying? Unless it's a gang vendetta. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, but then it's still like a very specific car. Yeah, they knew exactly which car they were going for. It wasn't just a random thing. Yeah, <laughs> well, it definitely wasn't random if they came back. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so weird. Nothing else has been set on fire since. <laughs> They always return to the scene of the crime. Yeah. To, to commit the crime again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double murder. <laughs> maybe that was like. Maybe where they realized where they were like, oh shit, I shouldn't have taken the gas can with me. Like now it's evidence. So I'll have to go back and put the gas can on it and then set that on fire to burn the evidence. <laughs> it's like this is oh, realizing what they've done. And it's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to solve this problem with more fire. You know, of all the things they took, of all the things they took away, the gas can was one of the things they left. So the only bit that could potentially have been evidence, except, you know, fire. Yeah, but that's what I meant. They yeah. took the gas can away with them the first time, which is, like, that's evidence. That no, they no, no, but I mean, like, the debris that was left after oh, the right. second car fire. Like, the cops weren't interested. It's like, I guess it was, just, you know, I guess fire. Yeah, like, I guess you're not really going to be able no. to pick them. It's like zero, like that. yeah, zero evidence. And if they were smart, they would have been wearing gloves anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Just in fire safety, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. <for a> start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're a professional. Well, that's fireworks night in Ipswich. <laughs> we be burning. Clearly, someone who was super pissed about the need of fireworks getting cancelled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a protest. That's because we, we talked. They heard us talking about it before I published the podcast. It got out there, yeah. and I thought they were, they were doing my car. <laughs> that's what it is. I've annoyed the firework mafia that, you know, lost money because they probably had to return all those needed fireworks. Well, they didn't get any fireworks. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, they didn't buy them in the first place. So, yeah, the needed firework mafia. Mm-hmm. So, cool. That's the name of a terrible dance band. The Needham Firework Mafia. mafia. With, do you reckon they'd go on the Nefarious Funk Bureau label? <laughs> I, I forgot about the Nefarious Funk Bureau. Nefarious Funk Bureau. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was our label. That would, that would, that would to- if, if we ever put a record out properly, we're totally using that. Be better than collusion, <laughs> Where did that come collision from? Collision noiseware or something. <laughs> collusion noiseware. Nefarious Funk Bureau of yeah. Underwear or something. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that that's was it. the part we're not saying. That's the actual full name of that brand. Where did that <laughs> one come from? 
I'm um, pretty sure it was just one of those times where we had an acronym and we were like, yeah. what does that mean? And then we just, for some reason, came up with the first fucking year of my life. Right. I think it was me. I don't know. I don't know why. The NFBU. Yeah. Yeah. What? You just whip out a badge. No, like, I, know what, I know what it was, Zach. It what? was the National Federation of Bus Users. Or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course. What, we your, were on the bus, bus from school, oh, okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first one bureau of underwear. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway. Any it, kitchen what bitch What funk and underwear have to do with me? <laughs> oh, I swear to God. I'm actually bothered So they only, they only investigate nefarious funks. Where the source is suspected to be pants. <laughs> Funks. What? What is a funk? I, I assume I'm using it in the terms of like when someone walks into a room and has a bad oh, smell. A bad Yeah, fair enough. So that would just be the funk. Well, I mean, uh, you. you I'm, I'm I mean, way of listening to music, right? If you're yeah. like listening to music, like and they're just talking about the funk all the time, you're like, yeah. get an air freshener. Yeah. Funk, funk. FM. Some cow funk. Oh yeah. Right. That makes a whole lot more sense now. We're supposed well, to work video games, aren't we? Um, but have you got any uh, kitchen bits, Zach? No. We can okay. <laughs> we can talk about video games now. We've passed Stolen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's copyrighted. We're fine. What's going on in the world of video games? Video games. Loot boxes. Loot boxes continue to be opened. Should we talk about this now? So this is freaking... Well, everyone's freaking out over Star Wars Battlefront 2. As if this wasn't inevitable. But, like, it did seem... We knew it was coming thanks to their beta, because where a lot of this was kind of surfacing. But there was hope that the the balance of it in the beta was at least a beta thing. Yeah. Yeah. That maybe they made those values absurdly high of, of how long you would have to work without buying stuff. To, to unlock characters, for instance, you know there was, they put that in the beta because they were un, unattainable, effectively. Or they only wanted people playing the beta to get like one of them. Yeah, like, they, they want people just to see everything, get a taste. Yeah. So it the sort headline of made, that, made some sense. I mean, that, I don't know if it's the same as the beta, but the headline I saw was basically it will take forty hours of play to unlock Darth Vader without. Well, um, that's without now. paying yes, anything. That's not the Vita. That's the no, thing. that's now. But that may have changed now. That has um, changed. Well, actually, they, sort of. like, they, they have in th- for some of the characters, they have in theory, like, was it set, like taken 75% of that time away? But supposedly they also reduced the amount of money you get for completing the campaign. So yeah. it sort of evened itself out. To even it out. Well, except that's yeah. campaign time as opposed to multiplayer time, I guess. Well, yeah, but it's the campaign. The campaign was a big reward yeah, yeah, at the yeah. end of it. And also, regardless sort of, of that, that you you can't earn campaigns in uh, you can't earn campaigns. You can't yeah. earn money in multiplayer after a certain period of time per day. It's on yeah, a cooldown. That's a crapper because cool free play mechanics are now yep. in actual real games. In actual real yeah. games. 
Yeah. Not just people say that they are, they actually are now. <laughs> the, I mean, the, Jim, the Jim Sterling term for this stuff is becoming more and more um, apt. Like he, he calls games like this fee to pay. It's like you're paying a fee to get access to something you then have to pay for. And I'd like Battlefront is beginning to feel like that. Why couldn't they have used the Actually, classic... a lot of this year's game feel like that. The classic WoW mechanic, or, or I guess Eve, where or like... Subscription. No, the, the mechanic <laughs> where the longer you don't play, then when you do play, you earn things faster, right? Isn't, wasn't that, isn't that how it works? So like, as you, when you're not yeah, playing, you not... build up a meter that... Oh, I see what you mean. So you get like a burst. Yeah, but yeah, that's you get not a boost. meant to be a... That's not meant to be a bonus. That's meant to be a... Stop you playing all the time, right? Well, <laughs> or, yeah, and, to, or and that uh, you're not disadvantaged against people who do play all day, every day, in one or who or can, yeah. yeah. And you know, you're also paying a subscription, so it's, to some extent, it's like the time when you're still paying but you're not playing is now worth something. Worth something, <laughs> it, yeah. It can be recouped. So yeah. they flipped it around in a genius way. I mean, they could have done that, right? It, that's a fair way, I think. That's like that. That makes a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, but it yeah. wouldn't yeah. work for Star Wars because you're. There's no. I mean, what? What? What is the not playing part of that? That's why it's. Yeah. Uh, that's why that that mechanism is meant for subscriptions because that's the yeah. only time it makes sense when you're yeah, like you're enough. on this time limit that where you feel like you're wasting your money if you weren't playing constantly. Whereas guess, Star Wars, but, you're meant to have bought the game and then you're just meant to play. You're it. meant to just play it. But, <laughs> can, but can but can you use that? You use that same mechanic in a loot boxy sort of way, like in a in like say. TF2's random drops, for instance, might be a good place to... Uh, like, it's not how it works, don't get me wrong, but like, so say you went away from the game, perhaps you built up... Um, well, I mean, that is a, 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 how it works, but yeah, not really. To a, a, yeah, a certain amount of, if you came back to the game, you'd get a few unlocks faster than... It, with a maximum ceiling, obviously. Well, to, that, yeah. to, 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 to just, just get a bit of feel-good when you come back but to the game. That's just the same as, the, as being prevented from earning credits. It's just like, in the TF2 version, you, you get a certain amount of drops per period of time and mm. then you don't get any more drops until you've until a period of time has passed it's just hidden whereas in this one if you hit up against the you can't earn credits it just straight up tells you come back in 12 hours yeah i mean there's it's basically I mean, there's, exactly the same except the tf2 one is hidden <laughs> well it's it's way more insidious than that because the 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 the, the credit system and the drops and stuff that you know it's tf2's like drops I, you could argue aren't as rewarding as where loot boxes have gone. Well, yeah, so it's an mm. old system. Yeah, so it never it never felt egregious there. Now, uh, now these sort of accumulator progression, accumulating progressions are everywhere. Well, no, it's, it's like you're you're just making it more and more obvious that the system is being gamed. Why well, it's worse in four things that are worth a hell of a lot more. Yeah, and, and it's actual progression, and that progression is lengthy. So you're yeah. limiting people's ability to do an already ridiculous progression. And you can pay to win, effectively, in, right? It yeah, may all be in service of people putting actual money in to upgrade your character faster, therefore gaining yeah. an advantage. But now, yeah. no one could do that, because they turned off the way. <laughs> they turned it right. all off. Yeah, <laughs> so now haven't. everyone has to grind. Woo! But That's it, it seems like... the what The impression I get is that this stuff is like... 
that's not a solution because this stuff is like baked into the game and there's no real yeah. way to fix it. And they're it. just going to turn it back on. <laughs> yeah, and they'll turn it back on. They're just waiting for the heat to go down. That's basically what they Yeah, that's what everyone is saying. Bitched, saying. And then it was like, oh, we're going to do you guys solid and turn it off. And it's like, and then when, two weeks when no one cares, we're like, turn it back on. They'll turn it back <laughs> on, yeah. I mean, we're dancing around it, but that, that, that whole, we have to talk about the Reddit apology or the Reddit explanation. Yeah. Because this, this is a... Which was a classic, like... This a is a bunch of words that don't actually mean anything. Kind of, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's it's it, whoever's EA's public relations slash marketing team just knowing exactly what to say to annoy as many people as possible. You mean yeah, not they... knowing exactly what to say? In other words, <laughs> in the real world, yes, that's true. But they they I think there's a skill involved in what they do because they seem to know exactly how to push the world's buttons. They are probably the highest paid professional trolls we've ever seen. Oh, man. Other Apart from Donald maybe Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah, but he's yeah. not that well paid. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not at the moment, anyway. He probably gets paid less than Soderlund. You know, mm. what, what did we come up with? Douche, no. Yeah, is he douche McCock? <laughs> Who knows? I thought it had nozzle in there somewhere. I think we we landed on douche McCart. The other suspicious rumour going around was that like, once everyone was pissed and there was a marginal amount of EA stock going down and it started to hit mainstream media, then supposedly the rumour going around is there was a phone call between the Disney CEOs and the EA EA CEOs. Disney don't like Star Wars being portrayed in a negative light. Twice in a month. (laughs) Hmm. I mean, you've and because Star Wars, and That's you know, well, I suppose it's natural for it to be the audience in the game that are the ones that are pissed off, but and the audience yeah. of the game being the Star Wars fans. But we are talking geeks, <laughs> basically, yeah. who obviously well, like, Star Wars is quite know, important to. And there's like the film is coming quite soon, so you don't want to have any negative. Star Wars press just before the major <laughs> film comes out. The thing that the thing I don't understand about the the state of loot boxes as they are now is the biggest and best games have already proven that you can have a loot box system in the game that isn't pay to win and still make a lot of money out of it. Yeah. You just have to make that stuff compelling from an aesthetic point of view. And I mean, Star Overwatch, Wars has Overwatch got is like the best example. Yeah, uh, and like people Overwatch think Star is the current is... best example, but Star Wars has such a ridiculous range of cool things. Of cool stuff that people game. would want. Yeah. I mean, how much does how much it, it be canon any longer? No, no, they've, no, elim- they've eliminated all the cool stuff they had. <laughs> so now oh, they really? actually have to, like. But now they can recreate that canon. They have carte blanche almost well, to do it again. Maybe, they, maybe EA doesn't. Maybe like, doesn't well, maybe there's plenty that's in canon stuff- that you could use. Yeah. I mean, they've got the whole, they've got prequels, the original trilogy, and sequels. You know, every and character. Cartoon, every that's still technically in. Guess. Was it the Was it the Clone Wars? CG cartoon. Clone Wars is, is canon, and Rebels is canon. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I don't think there's anything in the games from those. Um, is there? No. I think they just... Well, I know. Yeah. Not for, I, I mean Battlefront, because they just yeah. use stuff from the films. You know, and they've got the new stuff to pull from as well. Exactly. They've got... T- there's tons they of been. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, like, I think 
there is arguments to say that you know that there's plenty of stuff they could add. They could, you know, if, if they got enough from the stars to go a little bit crazy with it, perhaps having a kick me Jar Jar mask somewhere in there, you know. <laughs> They could, they're not going to make the Gungans an actual army like when we were talking about with the droids. It's just like, you can't... I would love to play a Gungan fight with the, the their weaponry that makes dumbass noises. Yep, exactly. I would be so entertained. That would be an immediate best sound in games award <laughs> for just those giant bubble bomb things. That Jar Jar, use the Boomba. Yeah, there, the Boomba. Because I don't have a Boomba. <laughs> yeah, use some distant ones. <laughs> they sound fantastic. <laughs> I would play a game that sounds like that. Oh, wait, that's Plants vs. Zombies. That yeah. kind of already sounds like that. Which, by the way, is another example of people doing this system well. Because, Fair yeah, enough. you can you can, you can can pay my... I, I, I'm not even sure this is true of the original one. It had a, like, a currency progression system, but it was loot boxes, effectively. You spent that currency that you earned in-game on sticker packs... That were, but the system was as you would guaranteed get some consumables and some number of permanent stuff, but you would never get duplicate permanent stuff. And there was quite a lot of permanent stuff to unlock. Um, so the system was always rewarding as a result. No microtransactions needed. The system just worked. And it's like, yeah, if you were gunning for specific characters, for instance, because you know you could unlock extra skins for the characters to make them behave differently, but even that had an advantage-disadvantage system. There was no one class you could get that was better than the base. They all had an up and down, and it's like that system was perfect to be to, to put it in the context of what we're talking about here. They got it right. It's like, and 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 if they had added a microtransaction to pay for more of that currency, which I bet they did in PVZ two, I don't care. That's fine. If people want to spend that money, that's fine. It doesn't break the system. Mm, yeah, it's like they, EA. When you put it in that context, EA have done it right before. Well, kind of. Popcap have done it right before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they are mobile developers, technically. <laughs> you know, not really. <laughs> they were just developers. I guess. Peggle. Mobile. Plants vs. Zombies. Mobile. Yes, but you know, you you just have people at EA who just know how the Frostbite engine works and then you just shove everything in it. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, who knows what that team actually was, I suppose. It just had Popcat's name on it. But... Probably Dice. Yeah, probably. Probably some subsidiary of Dice. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just so frustrating. That they feel that, that that at some point in the management chain of across both them, well, all of the major players, it seems, other than Blizzard, now that you have to have some kind of mechanical advantage Which tied means, to money. It's because they still they you say that they they got it right, but they don't think they have. They think they can extract more money, but they can't. <laughs> they're wrong. Yeah, they are wrong. <laughs> Except they're right, because they're still going to make tons of money, because goddamn consumers. And goddamn Star yeah. Wars, I suppose. Star Wars <laughs> is a license to print money, but... Mm. But still. I, I, we, I, as we said last time we talked about this, what, four weeks ago? Hmm. It's just, well, maybe even two weeks ago. I can't remember. Did we do the Forza discussion two weeks ago or four yeah. weeks? I don't know. Um, uh, it's 
more than ever, it's getting to the point where I think people are just fed up with it. Yeah. It's like even even the regular Joes that you know that aren't as video game aren't the video game enthusiasts that we might put ourselves into. You know, people that might not follow the day to day news of this stuff. Mm. I, I, even they, I think, are looking at this stuff now and going, "No, too much." Well, I mean, that was why the, the when the Star Wars thing actually turned into actual regular person news like it was on the front page of the bbc homepage. it was like that's oh, when it? disney is gonna fucking play the and be like what the fuck are you even doing oh uh, was it <laughs> i didn't i didn't know it got that far yeah that's kind of cool maybe they'll actually change something <laughs> who knows no i don't mean with this game but i mean no. like in 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 the future like next two years or something maybe they'll commission some different stuff i hope the battlefront management feel a sense of pride and accomplishment in what they've achieved exactly guys just take that starfighter assault gameplay and just make a new rogue squadron with that please and then uh, i'll probably buy that and make it single player (laughs) if they they had a modern rogue squadron mate i've been trying to play it it just about you're on the something (laughs) It, it it's sort of working on Dolphin now, um, even though it because um, they have this like new Uber shaders thing that sort of helps with the stuttering. Doesn't totally fix it, but it's a lot better than mm. it was. It's playable now on my computer. I think on yours it would probably be fine, Rob, because you basically need to brute force these kind of emulation things. Well, let's get uh, Rogue. What is it Rogue Squadron Two? Yeah. Well, they had. They, it was using a buffering effect that 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 was sort of not possible until Dolphin Five. Yeah, so there's there's exactly. some hardware trick they could do on the GameCube that they weren't able that no one ever uses outside of the GameCube. Yeah. So it was tricky to replicate. But Dolphin Five, they managed to pull it off. Yeah, um, and there's an update since Dolphin Five that, that with just this Uber shaders thing. Oh, is, that, it, is, like, is, it, is it an official update? So it was not it, that long ago. I looked, and it was still five zero. Oh, it's not a. Um, Oh, is it like unstable release? Yeah, it's an unstable release. Right, right. It's not an official release. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff it. going on in the unstable train. Like they're changing yeah. most of their graphics pipeline. Yeah. Um, so but maybe by six or whatever, it'll be all cool. But yeah, the super shaders thing is like it would build up a shader cache as it ran, and uh, it it doesn't really work very well on uh, the modern GPUs or something like that. Uh, um, and so this is like they've figured out a way to like pre-compute the shaders. So when you launch the game, it comes up with a bar that says, "Okay, I'm computing the shaders now," and then it oh, reduces see. the stuttering in the game, which is quite that's, good. That's, that's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things you can load into how much more RAM modern PCs have, because that's the thing with it. Yeah. Emulation doesn't actually use a great deal of RAM unless you want to load the entire ROM into memory rather than, um, mm. you know. So you've got a, at least on a machine like mine, you've got a lot of pre-compute space to play with. Absolutely, yeah. Anyway, uh, that game's good. <laughs> I liked Rose Squadron too. Anyway, it was a great game. Yeah, they they should uh, make a modern one of those, and you could make it multiplayer and just be the the Starfighter assault mode of this game, Battlefront mm. Two expanded, and and then maybe add a little bit more depth towards a kind of but not fully towards an x-wing style uh maybe or maybe have a different game modes where some had more depth and some were more arcadey i would that would be awesome here's a question if we 
take the controversy argument away from Battlefront for a second. Is Battlefront 2 a good game? It's a good question. I think... Because no one's talking about that. Well, people are, because <laughs> reviews not are coming out now. Oh, are they, like, they're now actually coming out. Okay. They are coming I've out now. I've not seen a great deal on it. The only one that I caught a glimpse of was IGN giving it 6.5, which for IGN is basically like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it really is. But it's also meaningless. Yeah. 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 But the trouble with that was I only saw the number and I didn't see whether it was like because that whoever reviewed it had a problem with the microtransactions and was making a statement or whether it was just this game is breaking. Mm. I mean, the footage I've seen, like the Starfighter Assault, which looks fun. <laughs> I don't know about mm. the actual core game, the shooting stuff. It's probably better than it was because there's more, loads more maps and there's a class system. So I think it's just a bit better um, still looks amazing and still not got the depth of like a battlefield, which I is kind see of someone what... saying that like the hero system is problematic. It, it, it was super problematic in the first one. Well, well it's all right if no one can fucking unlock them. Then it's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, not, it's not really the problem with people unlocking them. Apparently, the problem is now that now that instead of like just being just like the heroes be, becoming a figure at a certain point as they did in the first game. Mm. Now every because everyone's earning points towards their like bo- like per round bonuses or whatever basically like the kill streaks of this game I guess you call it everyone's earning points towards that thing so at a certain point just a whole bunch of heroes appear on both teams right like yeah, yeah. Right. so everyone's ult pops at the same time yeah and and obviously because it's based on points the team that's winning just then proceeds to win more because they get to the heroes first and then they just kill everyone really easily on the other team and so on and so forth it doesn't the classic battlefield balance problem where you're giving bonuses to the winning team sounds like a MOBA problem actually or <laughs> well, more of a Call of Duty problem I guess the kill yeah, yeah the kill basically thing. that yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the kick on the kick on wall with their down system. I mean, maybe that make. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I, I guess it's more dramatic if you can actually come back from behind, because otherwise, it the, the slightest like balance tip at the start of the game can make the rest yeah. of the game pointless. It's one of those things you have to treat it like it, it can work. That sort of occasion can work if it's like limited in some ways. It's it's basically the, the equivalent of a of a power play, right? In in hockey, you have to like you okay, you you've got this, you, you're shorthanded for a while. Let's just get through it, and then you can push through the other side in some way. If that is like if if if, a, if an equivalent is baked into a game, it's like okay, we're down. We're gonna have a hard time for a bit, but if we can if we can hold out this this short storm. Mm-hmm. And it's doable, and you know, doing that is possible, and the team can rally and get back together, and then come back in some meaningful way. That is mm-hmm. one of the best feelings in competitive gaming. And like that's that's great to cut to to come from behind in a in a multiplayer game is feels good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, um, that's not. But it's got to be mechanically. Kind of but yeah, it's got to be mechanically feasible, and in a battlefield game. Uh, uh, yeah, any of the battlefield games, that's a nigh on impossible thing to achieve. I mean, some of the battlefield games, it's like, I mean, that's why, you know, at some point there's always things like sport protection and stuff. Some mm. battlefield games, it's definitely possible to get forced all the way back into your base sport and fight, fight back from there. 
depends on the level because sometimes you know it's basically spawn camping like depending yeah, yeah, yeah. on how the layout is sometimes your base, base is quite spawn campable and sometimes it's not so much and then you actually have a chance <laughs> <laughs> speaking of call of duty <laughs> i guess yeah uh, segue yeah talk about their loot box problems well and server problems yeah apparently. the bigger the bigger thing with with um Call of Duty was that it it's a, it didn't hasn't launched particularly stably um, on the server side, um, uh, to the point where yeah they were basically non-functional for a while. Um, the new HQ system seems to have been a a real problem for them. Uh, so HQ is basically their their lobby system now, <laughs> which is not no longer menu driven. It's you walk around a sort of base camp, which is probably um, like doubly sucks for them because that's where they wanted to have their loot boxes they wanted yes. to have their dumb loot box system where you where loot boxes are shown off for everyone who's in the lobby and you're yeah. like oh look at this shit i just got so so they were like shared areas and you could join other people's hqs it could be used as like clan hubs and things like that it's actually a relatively interesting idea um except it blew up the servers it wasn't didn't didn't work so good um to the point where their solution has been we're going to take HQs, shared HQs, effectively offline. So when you're using the game, you're uh, last I heard anyway, it might be fixed now, but about a week ago it was you could log into an HQ, but you'd be the only person there. The game wouldn't actually be sharing your presence with anyone. Um, so it was a very empty experience. Um, and yeah, so their loot box... They're weird, like, you can watch people unlock loot boxes in the HQ thing. wasn't possible. Um, yeah, so they've, they've, they've not had the best of weekends or best of launches because it's, yeah, it's, it's Call of Duty. They've kind of been all right with launches for quite some time. But why did this one go wrong? Was it too big? Has it actually sold bonkers? Is that what's going on? And, like, there's just too many people that... You know, way beyond what the last few years have done, because um, word word on the street is that game's all right. Clearly, Call of Duty servers don't don't know how to handle people walking. <laughs> <laughs> they know how to handle people sprinting incredibly fast, but not like standing around and looking at crates. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I played the first or most of the first mission of that. How'd it go? It feels like Call of Duty 2, and I had quite a good time. Cool. Despite the fact, you know, the, the first mission is the D Day landings, right? They've got to get that out of the way. I guess. And Not it's... that they've done that in Call of Duty before, apart from, like, they've done the point to Hawk, I suppose, which was like. Can they do it in COD 2? Didn't that have D Day in it? That was Pod to Hawk, I think. Oh, was it? Mm. Yeah. D-Day was in Medal of Honor Allied Assault, oh, which yes. the team then made Call of Duty, to be fair. But... Yeah. <laughs> and that was a long time ago. Like, that game looks pretty bad. Like, mm. it, it's after Half-Life, right? But it was, yeah. like, pre-modern, or it was kind of proto-modern shooter still. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of copying Half Life and and being a World War Two game, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, well, in a weird, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting you bring it because this does feel quite throwbacky in many ways. Like the way it handles, the way it moves, the non-regenerating health in the campaign. 
Mm. It's which you know, I guess the least COD two thing about it, like because COD two I think had regenerating health. I think it did, yeah. Um, so this is this has gone back to a health bar and and first aid kits that your team your squad mates will generate over time that you can choose to use when when it's convenient. And uh, but you know, in the first gun you get in the game is the Garand, and it's and with yeah, with yeah, the yeah. satisfying with ping, the ping and everything yeah. like that, and it's. But it also has some of the problems where it's like, it's the D-Day landings, right? Machine gun nests. There are plenty of sections where you could take two steps and just sort of die and then have to replay that section again. Like, through no real fault of the player, it just kind of happens sometimes because D-Day. Mm. Um, I would have thought that that would have been a prime opportunity for them to do a thing kind of like Battlefield 1 did, where you just like you don't play as one person, you just play as anyone who's still alive oh right yeah they <laughs> just jump between them as what, what, try and, would that be seen as they they did that battle because battlefield one's intro kind of tries to do had, that kind of does that as well right where they have like the occasional random person who's not really relevant and then eventually yeah, they just you'll, get you'll, killed off you'll spend a single mission as a random guy like they, they've done so it's not like they've moved away from the character hopping storylines of late sure but i mean you know they would be able to get away with, without it looking entirely like coffee. <laughs> yeah. And they just, it would have been problematic as well. I suppose you could, yeah, you could have met up with your squad. And at that point it's revealed that whoever you were playing with at, at the time happens to be, be the, in that squad. Yes. Yeah. Happens to be the lead character. <laughs> the objective just happens to be where you needed to go to meet up to that squad. And then it's like, there you go. You, you got, you, you got, you're golden now. Just go. That could have, that could have been really cool. Actually. I'm with you on that. That would have been a fun, There'll be a fun way to start the game, like not not to be so punishing straight off the bat. Yeah, like right, you're like yeah. here's here's I know you're not really supposed to enjoy D Day <laughs> in many ways. So, but but equally, it's like yeah, that could have been a very nice presentation trick. But uh, speaking speaking, you know, it's worth mentioning this. I played that on an Xbox One X, mm. and it looks fantastic. Is this on a 4K screen or a normal screen? No, this is a 1080 screen, but it's running 4K super sampled. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, COD will run 4K um, with better lighting, better shadows, better texture detail, Ooh. all of which is noticeable over, nice. the, the, over the base version. And it's a, it's a fantastic looking game. Hmm. Uh, I'm quite impressed. I came away from that going, okay, the X is something. Yeah, it's not just it's not just numbers. It's like on screen, straight away. Yeah, it's yeah. You 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 can you can feel it. <laughs> like more more than I don't know you're seeing it more than anything, but it it makes it's a meaningful difference, which is pretty great. Like they achieved what they were setting out to achieve. I guess the expensive machine that is. Ultra powerful and makes games look amazing. Yeah, they've done they've done it. But it's I have to agree with the reports that say this it's a difficult thing to recommend. Because it is what it is. It is an incredibly powerful machine, but boy Microsoft needs some, some first games. party games to, to back it up. Yeah, they really, really do. What are they doing? So what's the plan? Like well, I mean Phil Spencer is sort of admitted that Microsoft are aware that they've dropped the ball on that okay. front. But what that actually means, who knows? Because, you know, the Microsoft, haven't had, they haven't had a particularly great track record with their new attempts at 
at no. first party titles, right? Recall was a bit of a disaster. Although they may have fixed that with a definitive edition, I'm not sure. Um, Scalebound was obviously cancelled. Crackdown is being forever delayed, and that's not really a new IP either. But you know, it's a first party title. Uh, it's like, where is the interesting stuff coming out? Of, I, 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 I'd, I'd go for, go as far as say I think Microsoft have dropped the ball on their idea Xbox program, which was once, you know, could be described as the bastion of like here's some interesting quirky indie games coming to consoles. Mm. You know, Microsoft were ahead of that curve. But now everyone's now PlayStation is way beyond them on that. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> it's just uh, everything MS used to that uh, feels like they got right in the past is just no longer a thing. And maybe this is all not their fault. Maybe this is all side effects of the fact that they're losing the market share. Um, battle yeah or maybe even um, yeah maybe developers were turned off uh, just as turned off as consumers by the whole weird original focus of the Xbox exactly one. Yeah. It, yeah it could be entirely just that they the developers and the publishers have chosen to shift focus despite microsoft wanting people to come back but that's when you and that's when you as a uh as a platform provider you have to invest in in making stuff yourself mm. oh sunset overdrive i forgot about that sunset overdrive was a good one of good thing that they brought in, but obviously that team are now working on Spider-Man, right? So Which is nipped. a PlayStation yeah. exclusive, right? Or timed exclusive or whatever. Yeah. And it looks awesome. I'm really looking forward to Spider-Man for some reason. Well, not for some reason, but you know, they have a good pedigree. Or, t- like... or, or tangible reasons. Yeah. And that team, yeah, for good reasons. I like that team a lot. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of hope about that. But yeah, so when's the big Halo game next? What's going on with that franchise? I don't know, really. I mean, Halo Wars 2 was this year's thing, right? Oh, who cares? Um, Jeez. All units. And uh, yeah, there's no no news on Halo 6 yet, Mm. or whether that's going to be a thing. Apparently the Halo 5 X patch is very, very good. Mm. Like they've done a very good job at bringing that game to the X and making it work in 4K and run smoothly and all that sort of stuff. Um, Respawn sorted out their Titanfall 2 patch, by the way, so that now works on the X properly. Mm. Um, that was a bit of a controversy for a brief, for a hot second there that the X version ran worse than the PS4 Pro version. And they were like, what's going on? And it's like, no, 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 re- re- that's, that's our fault. We'll, we'll sort it out. And, and Respawn did. Um, so there you go. That's fine. Convenient segue mm. into respawn. Into respawn, yeah, there we go. That worked out. Back to EA. Yep. EA have officially bought respawn entertainment rather than right. just publishing their stuff. Okay. So they can kill them later. Yep. Great. If whatever the Star Wars their team get... <laughs> onto Frostbite projects. Yeah, if whatever the Star Wars team the game that Respawn is working on is now a multiplayer game because yeah, right, <laughs> it's okay. single player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or maybe they thought, okay, Battlefront 2 is going to be bad. We'll get Respawn working on Battlefront 3 now. (laughs) And then secretly. It's going to be like Call of Duty, where you've got two different teams that do slightly weirdly different takes on the same game. Yeah. (laughs) We'll just churn these out. Battlefront will be annual now. They've got a story to finish. Well. Well, we don't. If the campaign doesn't finish, I don't know. 
it was all very suspicious, basically, where the the, the order of events appeared to suggest that EA basically EA basically has sacrificed Visceral in order to buy Respawn. Like they had to they had to balance their budget by getting rid of one studio in order to buy another one. <laughs> mm. And also the other the other suspicion of like because EA, EA was publishing Titanfall and Titanfall 2, the fact that they released those at such bad times, which fucked up Titanfall sales, and therefore probably made Respawn cheaper to buy. <laughs> that is such a conspiracy theory. <laughs> but possibly accurate. Really sucks if that... That is ridiculous if that's true. I guess... We'll, I was about to say, I guess we'll find out if the release schedules are kinder to respawn in the future. Yeah, I but, guess. But, but actually, that, they could have just learnt that lesson from Titanfall 2 sales. Yeah. yeah. Well, they really should have learned it from Titanfall 1. <laughs> well, Titanfall 1 wasn't really released in competition or anything. It came out like in March. Well, it was still fairly close to something that I don't remember. <laughs> it was close to something. Yeah. In March? Yeah, I think there was some some fairly larger thing, not not exactly in, like a battlefield. Program. In like twenty four, it was twenty fourteen, wasn't it that game? But yeah, so they you know give them two years and then yeah, we'll close them now. <laughs> yeah, they've got bas- basically if if but they're called respawn, they'll just come back in another company. It's fine, yes, I guess. If they're doing Titanfall 3, which I think has been almost confirmed, but not really. Oh, let's, let's hope so. Mm. If they're doing Titanfall 3, if it, if it sells as bad as 1 and 2, then they're basically done. <laughs> that, that's it. They've got one shot. One opportunity. Yep. Mom spaghetti. It's <laughs> <laughs> ready. That's it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that news? Is there anything else going on? Uh, there seems people. Well, because it's game of the year coming up, people can't seem to decide for some reason whether whether PUBG should be on the list. Of course, we know it shouldn't be, but yeah, some people want to put it on there. I mean, I'm I'm fairly foot down on that. I yeah. think I I don't think that game's out yet. Anything could change between now and its release. Mm-hmm. When I I think that's when. When the developers say, okay, we think it's in that position now, that's when you should review it, right? That's when it should be eligible. So, mm. yeah, games could change from anything into anything now. That's just the landscape. But I think when, when a dev finally stamps something as version one, that's like... I, I, I That, to me, feels like the moment where a developer or a publisher takes a step back from what they've produced and goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what we wanted to make. Fair enough. Um, uh, you know, in an early access game, you don't know if they've got there yet. You don't know if that's what they really wanted to make. Um, you know, Ker- I know Kerbal's physics model changed several times over that over that early access process, and mm. you know, took ages to get to that version one release, and then they, I know they've changed it again, like after release to some extent. But well, I think in Kerbal's case, like. The stuff that changed after release was like more subtle, but still, it was like 
the 1.0 version was more about content than it was necessarily about the physics, weirdly, even though the <laughs> physics is basically the whole game of Kerbal. Mm. It's like they finished making like rocket parts and graphics and stuff at 1.0. It was like, this is what this game is going to look like, and these are the models that are going to exist, but not necessarily done with the tinier tweaks to the physics and the aerodynamics. Mm. So I guess you could say that they were like they were done. And it's you know, in some ways I've been thinking about like the patches of Factorio as it's gradually getting towards a 1.0 version. And it's like the content hasn't really changed for quite a while. They did their uranium thing with the nuclear power. Mm. It was the last major like content in the last patch. And they do a graphics rehash not that long ago. Well, as they're well. still sort of in the middle of the graphics okay. re- reworking up going to higher res. But like they they kept talking about things that are now essentially cut, like like cut. The, the space platform where like you were going to have a separate level essentially where you'd work on a small constrained area to build. Right. So that's that's actually a very good example of the thing that I think you've got to be careful of, like when you're talking about an EA, an early access game, like I was about to call it an EA game. That's <laughs> nice. Also. Yeah, that's not quite right. <laughs> but, but but yeah, it sort of is right. But yeah, you're talking about an early game. Like, uh, do you I, when you're reviewing it as an early access game, are you reviewing it on the promise? Yeah, it's like that's a. I mean, you can't. You, you I mean, you really you, you shouldn't. Well, you shouldn't really review early access games anyway. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of st- like review reviews, mm. you give impressions. I mean. PUBG and, and, and I can see why people might want PUBG to be the player unknowns battlegrounds to be the exception because it's already fantastic to for a lot of people, right? Like they view it as fantastic, and the game hasn't even come out. And it's like, I, so I can see why they want why they would want to review the game in its current state because it's already good, but it might get better or worse or worse. Yeah. Well, I think at this point it might like. From the sounds of people, of the developers talking about it, it sounds like they still maybe want to try and make a one point version before the end of the year. But at this point, that seems like they they just want to do that so that they can get a game of the year reviews. <laughs> I would argue that they would probably have been at a one point for a while. I don't know what they wanted to add. Like, is, is it like well, they, they the said last... they wanted like three maps? Yeah, I think was, in the last patches thing. they've been doing some map work, like new areas. A deserty area somewhere. Hmm. So I don't know what's that. Like. Oh, and wasn't there some movement stuff? Oh yeah, in the works. Vaulting. Yeah, it, what could be some fairly major game, gameplay yeah, changes. Game, yeah, game, <laughs> yeah, game changing things. And it's and then that's the that's the sort of stuff that makes me shaky on this. Like he's like, we know those things are coming. Yeah, and, and and they could shake up how the entire thing functions. And the like, other problem with them saying they maybe want to try and make a one point release before the end of the year is like, what about the Xbox version? Because it's not like I mean that's uh, yeah. not going to happen this year. Fairly certain at this point, well, Xbox at least has a preview program. Well, yeah, it does. So it could release as an early access title on Xbox. But then that leads you to like the whole other problem with the with early access things. Like you just think, I get, I always have to come back to this example, but. What about fucking Space Engineers? That got a console release! It wasn't yeah. even out on PC! <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, Ark's the other one, right? Because that's technically not out either. Yeah. And that's, but 
you know, does quite well for itself. It released an expansion pack for the game (laughs) that is also in early access for a game that's in early access that was weird. Yes, it's problematic in terms of, like, deciding when to review stuff. But, like, for games where it's more obvious when it's a 1.0 release, like, Player Unknown Battleground. Even Minecraft, right? Yeah, and Minecraft, right? Like, they very definitively, even though there's been so many updates to Minecraft since then, and they've just had another Minecon where they announced a new mob that's going to be put into the game, and it's mm. like, it's not like Minecraft was done when they said it was 1.0, really, but they said it was 1.0, and therefore reviews. <laughs> I mean, that, that is games now. At some point, I guess the developers have to the developers have to choose when they want reviews. That's more like that's what's actually going to happen at this point. They have See, to say this is the this is the version of the game we want you to review right now, and then maybe we'll continue working. See, I quite like the idea, yeah, of, of like a developer being able to. I mean, it's it's up to the media ultimately, yeah. but like if the developer could somehow coerce people into a re-review. Well, I think that they. I mean, some some reviewers have tried doing that before. Well, sure, and people do that now. With like, that's what re- you know. You retro review, yeah, uh, like an old game in the modern age that has value. Well, to I don't me. Mean I, retro, I meant like reviewed fairly recently. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean, but it's, I think it's a similar concept. Like, like so, you know, reviewing the changes to a game feels similar to me to going back to it's it's, it's sort of like. It's a, it's a non-standard review format that still has value. Well, that's what the Steam reviews are for now. Yeah. Most recent reviews. But See Steam reviews. Yes, but Steam reviews. <laughs> Theoretically useful, but not really. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Would you, would, like, does there need to be a new media policy of, like, if a game decides to go V2 on its release... Yeah, but then then you then it flips back around to like now the developers who can just say whatever version number they want <laughs> and have that be re-reviewed. Mm. If you're going to base it on like explicit like someone well, saying what version it is, the media won't want anyone taking the piss, right? If they veto it after a month, no one's going to re- going to return to that. <laughs> right? You can't you can't form a policy on it if it's if it's just. No, have, it will, then we're it back will be, to judgment calls. And it, it's basically it, it, nothing yeah. has changed. It, it will be it will be gut feeling, but like I I can I can see the argument of like someone like an IGN or someone like that going back to a game to review it properly, like it, it like, or you know revisit it. Uh, properly is not the right term. Like they reviewed it when it was at that phase, right? Fine, but you know if a game has changed significantly, there's <laughs> there's argument in those bigger outlets going back to a game to to to. to put the record straight for how it is now because reviews ultimately are to serve a, to serve the consumer right that's the whole point so if the landscape yeah. has changed since the original review was made the outlet may have it may may be in their interests to provide an updated version of that service well i mean then, yeah people have tried doing it and Maybe it will happen more in the future because now it's becoming a more of a problem. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to take some time for to figure it out because you know who knows if these re-reviews would have the same traffic impact, right? As just reviewing new probably games. Not. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it? Probably why not many people do it? Is it the thing you get your interns to do? 
is a re-review and intern job whereas your new games are your yeah but then then you run into the problem of like you if it's the, if it's a different person than doing it, then it's a different review, right? <laughs> you're, now, oh, yes. you're not getting the same person to tell you about what's changed. Mm. How they view it differently now. Yeah. True. But then that's valuable in itself as well. Yeah. Is, is it as? It's like when we come to a game. Ultimately, like we come to games late, generally. Mostly, yes. And it's like here's the st- here's the review of what it's like right now. With all the gubbins, with all the changes, with all the game of the year updates they might have done. Sometimes. Here's the cheap gold Super Plus Plus edition you could have got hold of. Speaking of which, Black Friday, I don't know if this isn't a segue at all. Speaking of which, uh, Black Friday sale on Xbox is happening at the moment, and there, there are some deals there. 50% off Horizon 3. On for the play anywhere version sounds kind of okay. I need to double check whether my st- that my steering wheel would work with it before I take the plunge, but that, that might be all right. That's like twenty quid, I think. But you know, Worth if you want that PC version, it doesn't get better than that. Hmm. Um, Gears is down to fifteen. I thought Gears four. On play anywhere as well, but you can get cheaper disc copies if you're if you're only going to play it on your Xbox. Uh, actually, seems like a relatively decent sale. Some some, some stuff there, some stuff. Gears Four might be all right. Well, yeah, it will be a Gears game. Has that got an, an X patch? Uh, it will do. I don't know if that's been officially released yet. Um. But we kind of already kind of know what to expect from that because the PC version. Same with Horizon 3. I think Horizon's going to get a... Horizon 3 will definitely get an X patch as well. Um, But again, we kind of know what to expect. Cool. Because because play anywhere. I think that'll do for news, don't you? You! It's time for what you've been playing. What you've been playing, Rob? What you've been playing? Shall I get some crappers out of the way? Yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean, that's probably how this has to go. I've played Micro Machines World Tour, or whatever oh. the new one. <laughs> no. What a shame! In fairness, I've 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 had a very limited experience with it. I played it in local multiplayer, which, according to the person I was playing it with, seems to be the best way to play that game. Oh, um, micro machines, like actual where, micro machines. exactly, <laughs> exactly, because it plays like Micro Machines. Um. And when it's like that, it's yeah, we had a good time. To be honest, I think there are there are some odd. There's definitely some odd things about this version. Like um, the car handling feels decidedly not tight. Well, it'd be more like, like Micro Machines Four was, where it kind of feels bit... like weirdly squidgy. Yeah, <laughs> mm. it is quite squidgy. It's not like you know, remember the 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 V three handling in particular, and I mean even the old ones beforehand. It's it's like your ability to turn and point the car in the direction you want is not the problem Uh, because the car just turns Yeah, and you you let go of the stick, the car will face that direction and stay facing that direction. And it's about momentum at that point. Um, That's not, there's, yeah, that's not how it works anymore. There's a certain amount of like rotation-y, physics-y things like you're actually having to drive a little bit and the, the surface you're on can cause things like spin outs and, 
you could you can oversteer and understeer and it's like that these mechanics are there and that while i don't feel terrible it doesn't feel like micro machines to me and i end and this then starts a snowball effect where i miss v3 yeah and i miss what that game did i miss how the power-ups in that game worked i miss how some of them because the eliminate like when you explode in this one you're out immediately like there's no like if things go real bad for every player or most of the players there's not <laughs> a moment dies yeah there's not a moment where you have a chance to respawn and still be in it which is kind of dumb but kind of entertaining um and it's uh, it like you know, so it does that to some extent. Where if everyone dies, it goes into a draw state and puts the players that were alive back on the pit. So, if, say two players were out in a four-player game, you had two left. If those two died simultaneously, it would put it wouldn't put everyone back. It would put the last two that were alive back in the draw state to carry on. Uh, and you know, and the point scoring system works mostly the same as it always did. You know, the first person to go out gets penalised the most. The last person to stay in gains the most. You know, it's, it, that still all still works. Um, but the weapon selection was better in V three. The, the the new game no longer does the cool the car. This car is for this track thing. Mm. All the you know you can pick a car from the list and you can pick any car for any track, which means that limits them in some respects in terms of tracks ideas because you could now can't have water levels. Because not every car is going to be able to be a hovercraft. I mean, that kind of limitation could have been fairly easy to make. Just have the whole category of water-based cars versus land-based cars. Yeah, I that mean, was only one category distinction. Exactly. I mean, you all flying the, levels on the, the, the Micro Machines games that did that. And the, the whole point of the track-specific cars was it was like completely changed the handling, basically. Like you had the level where it's like the school school table level, but you're in the incredibly fast cars where it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. an oval essentially. But that that level's designed specifically for those physics. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't think the speed of the cars or anything like that changes level to level. Is 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 the other thing? Like yeah. they haven't gone that to that level of tuning. Um, it's like they can tune the surface that you're on. That much became clear because there's some levels that are a bit icier or slippier, and so it still has that material effect. But these all feel like steps in the wrong direction. Like a modern V3 would be a pretty spectacular game. Yeah. Um, don't change anything mechanically. Just make more levels. Make them look modern. Keep Brian blessed because he's he ab- yeah. he is a saving grace for that thing. Brian blessed is cool. And, no it, and, it, and it's not that annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, having him shout overtime on a long-running match is quite satisfying. Overtime! Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's cool. It should be in every Micro Machines game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and... You know, and this is all. Uh, admittedly, at this point, all I'm talking about is the local multiplayer, which seems to be the only way to play Micro Machines as you expect. Um, the online experience is apparently awful because the amount of loading it does and the amount of waiting around, the amount of steps you have to wait for other players before you actually get into a match. Uh, and then when you get into a match, most of the, the gameplay seems to be now focused more on racing than it does the micro-machines-ness of multiplayer. Mm. You know, its core thing is gone. It seems stupid. Why would you? Why would you do that? 
I mean, have it as a mode, maybe, but not the main focus of your game. And like, there's there's combat as a focus as well, and so on some of the multiplayer modes. And it's like you, you don't. I don't think whoever made this version of Micro Machines really gets what makes Micro Machines special in the pantheon of games. This feels like an also ran. Yeah, sad times. That's it. It's a very good looking game. I really love how it looks. Mm. That's a yeah. It's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Potential for something. Nice nice depth of field usage, which is, you know, finally appropriate because everything is tiny. That depth of field effect kinda what the do they tilt call that? shifty. Was, yeah. Yeah, that tilt shifty look kind of makes a great deal of sense here. Oh, maybe. Oh, and there's not that many tracks. <laughs> Wasn't tilt shifting meant to? Isn't tilt shifting meant to make normal size things look small rather than make small things look small? Oh uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> it's kind of like how it should look, right? Is what I mean. Like, yeah. but it's 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 not like they're having to use tilt shift artificially. But uh, yeah, it it just sort of makes sense here. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's uh, a, a disappointing package overall. But look, it's still don't get me wrong. The local multiplayer is still fun, and it's how Microsoft Machines should be played. Mm. Uh, but it's still not V three. You need to make a video of that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I'd watch that. It's race them cars. Yeah, exactly. That uh, make more sense than Opus Magnum videos. <laughs> <laughs> I just made the videos make perfect. Sense. <laughs> I explained they... exactly what's going on. Yeah, sorry, I should have gone from number one, not number seven or whatever. Yeah, go number one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's an ordered series. Um, cool. What else? Neon Chrome is a co-op, top-down, twin-stick, roguelike shooter. Right, it's one of those, and it's okay. A bunch of words that, a bunch of types that I don't like. <laughs> oh, anyway. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Cool. Uh, imagine Alienation, which I've talked about before on the podcast, which is a twin stick, sort of isometricy top down, mm. co op shooter thing, but not not rogue like. Um, rogue light, I should say, I suppose. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and 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 but simplify it down. Mm. Um, make it a bit more harsh. Make it a bit more about random loot and and the run to some extent, um, and balance it so you need to keep everyone alive. Because <laughs> if you're down on players, things get very hard very fast. Um, yeah, and that's what you've got. It's okay presented. It's not graphically too stunning. It's a little bit confusing to see what's going on. Controls just fine. Mm. Good soundtrack. I'll give it that. The soundtrack is pretty great. Um, in that sort of s- cyberpunk, fake eighties future Blood Dragon sort of way, but just average. A fun way to spend some couch co-op. Cool, but yeah, but just average. Well, I don't know when that came out. It's got to be some average games. Yeah. Uh, 
And I played through most of the Sonic 3 part of Sonic and Nuc- 3 and Knuckles fairly recently. <laughs> Wait. Vital Sonic gameplay. I know. I was just like, it got to the point where actually, I'd like after playing Sonic 2, I hadn't really used my Mega Drive all that much, and it still sat under the TV. So it's like, I better play through this Sonic 3 and Knuckles <laughs> thing I bought. I better do this. Do you no, think there's no. something to my theory that, like, Sonic games are meant to be played on smaller monitors than we have these days. Yes. Or there's an <laughs> smaller TVs. Yeah. I mean, you know, input lag on old consoles is a thing. It's not even that. It's just everything's it, freaking but... huge. And it's like, yeah. I don't know, like modern 3D games or whatever, like like there's more peripherals or whatever, right? Or there's more... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how Sonic Mania handles it. I presume you can see more of the level than you could in classic yeah, Sonic. It's just designed yeah. for widescreen. Yeah, right. and, it, and, it, and it, in the same way that that Sonic CD rebuild was yeah. designed for widescreen. Um, it's, I mean, it's I. It's not bad. No, it's just that I'm aware my TV doesn't handle SCART or RF signals particularly well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just bad at that. Um, which makes them way more garbled and a bit... Like, it doesn't like bright white screens, which is a bit of a problem at the end of a special stage, right? Because it fades mm. to white and you get the... the da, 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 or whatever the end of special stage music is. The, you've got a Chaos Emerald. It's just all white. And so that causes the screen to flicker out. Oh, dear. Red, like, and be like, wah! But it plays fine when you're actually in levels and stuff. Um, and I... There's there's something quite nice about playing Sonic on the Mega Drive controller. I don't know. That is the that that to me yeah. is pure nostalgia. Yeah, like it's it's just like oh, this is nice. That Mega Drive controller isn't that hot. Let's be honest. No, like, it's still not by modern standards. But there's some it, there's a memory there that mm. that this feels right. Sonic Three is a fantastic game. But sod some of those boss fights. I'd forgotten <laughs> about that Carnival Night Robotnik level. It's like it's not bad. It's just really tedious, and it comes at the end of a really long level. <laughs> so I timed out. <laughs> well, yes, that is the one problem. But you know, <laughs> definitely worse bosses than that. Well, I'm having a bit of a coughing moment, <laughs> and a bit of a, and a bit, a bit of a stomach upset moment. Ooh. Yep. Well, you're right, man. I've been having problems with that recently. Oh dear, it's a bit quite quite random. Mm. Never never ends in vomit. It just, end, <laughs> yes. it just end. It just ends in that that sort of sound. Do you want Zeg to take over for a sec? Then. <laughs> well, I'm I'm done with my crappers. To be honest, we're, well, on, we're on to yeah, the big stuff. The one one important game to talk about. Yeah, so not that there's necessarily much more to talk about. I suppose. I'm up to Seaside Kingdom. Oh, me too. I did in, oh, in, in, in Mario Odyssey. Yeah, me. I'm in the same place. Then did you choose that one in the fork in the road or whatever? So you haven't no, done the snow I've done, one. I've done snow first. Oh, okay. I haven't done snow, so you're ahead okay. of me. Snow's all right. I like Sorry? the race. I mean, Snow's yeah. Right. There's not much to it the first time through. Because you pretty much just have to do the, the boss and the race. Yeah, the way to get to the race and then the race, and then that's it. Yeah. Look forward <laughs> then to you it. Just leave. But, you know, the, when you come back and you actually go outside, there's some more to that. Not much more to that level, but some more. No, I've got, it's the level where I've got the, the highest percentage of moons, I think, before I've got stuck. And I'm just like, I don't know how to get any more in this area. Hmm. 
Yeah, I am slightly worried about going back and running around being frustrated, not being able to find any moons anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you because I think I'm overdoing it. I'm going yeah. back. Like, I've not really well, gone. You... Sorry, I haven't really gone back to areas particularly, <laughs> but while I'm in an area, I stay there for a, a while. Like, yeah. Um, no, sorry. The Lost Kingdom is the one I've probably got the highest percentage well, of because yeah. there's not much to it. No, it's one of the smaller areas. I think I've got all but six moons on it, and there's only one of those six I know exactly where it is because it's in a cage that I don't know how to break. And oh, I yeah. Hint, I know I've got some hint art for another one, but I don't quite know how to trigger it or what to do with that. Well, the hint um, art of you, the stars count for the level that you, that you get the hint art in, not the level the, the moon is in. Mm. Right, 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 okay. So if you've got hint art of the Lost Kingdom, that moon counts for wherever you got the hint art from. Oh, interesting. (laughs) That's a weird choice. Yeah, it is. Slightly. Yeah. But then what about the moons? So there's still five on that that area. I don't know anything about where I'm going to find them. Well, you can go talk to and find out what they were called. Yeah, I've got no idea from those descriptions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So... I'm kind of in the same boat there. And um, there's only one level of where I've found all the purple coins, for instance. And it's like I spent a long time on New Donk, and I've got no idea where what what else to do on that level. And there's like twenty odd moons I don't have. On yeah, that area, and it's like, where are they? Well, I didn't. I didn't ended up not really having any. I never used a hint tone. Like I never. No, bought, I've never used that. I never no. bought these. Oh no, actually, that's a lie. I did it one time, but. <laughs> Just to see what it was like. Well, no, I did it one time for a type of moon that I hadn't seen before, and then once once it pointed out the really obvious thing that I hadn't noticed, I was like, "Oh, that's just a type of moon." And then every other time when I saw that name, that like arrangement of name appear in any other level, I was like, "Oh, it's that moon." <laughs> well, I have to do the same thing that I did that one time. Yeah. Spoiler. Free describe what that word is. Not really. Okay. He's, I mean, that, he's done quite well to not yeah. spoil that. But yeah, it's so. one of those things where. Well, uh, the problem now is that I want to know if I've done that thing. It's like the Zelda thing with the trees. Like, I don't think yeah. the, tri- the triple yeah, tree the, problem is like. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you will have because I think this is one that only appears after, in like the after credits. Uh, okay. When, when right. you get extra moons, I right. think. Maybe not. Yeah. So, <laughs> so does, the ta- does the tally per level go up then at some point? Yes. That's oh, wow. That's so all, so all, the ones, all the ones I'm seeing at the moment are theoretically gettable. I don't know for sure that they are, because there's okay. definitely mm. a couple where I came back and I was like... Because it, it very specifically marks all the ones that appear after the credits in the list. Oh, okay. So you know all that right. those are definitely the ones that have unlocked. But <laughs> there was definitely a couple that, that I was like, I think that... It's in the old list, but I'm not sure that existed before this point. Right. So I was assuming that a lot of those ones were that I've not just not been able because moons aren't that tricky to come by. Yeah. Some I of them aren't. Assumed, <laughs> well, I just assumed that most of the ones I wasn't seeing were just ah, that's probably post game content. Yeah, I get the feeling that maybe like there is there is some that might be in the default list that you can't get until after the credits for some reason, even though there's a, even though there's that very distinct way that the new moons appear when you come back to an area after the credits, and it's very clearly marked in the list. I think there are still some that you couldn't get until after the credits anyway. Mm. It's like, why would you do that? 
Mm. You're just giving Rob a problem when he thinks he can find five more moves, but he can't because they don't, they're not actually real. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, you know, that's not what you should do anyway. No, just, I, I, just, I know just I shouldn't. Just go through the game, through the the game credits yeah. and then come back. I, don't, I know I shouldn't, but I do like to try and... Yeah. One, ones I think... Uh, I Spending time in the levels as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've spent ages in New Donk. Yeah. I spent and I'm not 100% sure I really like that area. <laughs> I like New Donk City. I, I, I mean, I, li- I like its I like its music. I don't like yeah. people <laughs> part of it. I still I still have a bit of a problem with the I know, I know, I know. But it's one of those things where it's actually like it's both kind of the I think New Donk represents both the best and worst of the game simultaneously. Like the the, Yeah smiled spoilers. The dinosaur bit. Okay. Yeah. I had such a smile on my face when that happened. Yeah. It's it's like I was just like, oh okay, that's amazing. It's just like that is that is that is awesome. But it was like the one other time they use that T Rex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was I was like, you 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 did that was fun. I like that. And uh, you know, there's a couple of other bits in in New Donk, especially where just like that's cool. And the festival is cool. Yeah, the festival um, was fun. And that tune has grown on me so much. <laughs> like I went from being this is weird to being like I kind of love this. Um, with 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 that that jazzy number. Speaking of. Tiny little subtle polish things. Did you notice that if you, when you get to the end of the festival, if you hit Pauline with your hat, the vocal track cuts out? Yes, <laughs> like she's actually singing it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I stood nice. there just hitting the trumpet guy in fairness, like <laughs> endlessly, just making him go. Yeah, it's that too. Yeah, yeah. That's that's there's some real neat touches there because I guess they had to because there's a bit where Paul talks to you, right? And it cuts. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like she actually talks. No, no, no. But you get you get to the top of the thing and you, when you interrupt her she has to stop singing at the right time and the music and the band keeps playing yeah but they didn't have to do that like it could have just been a song <laughs> it was nice i got yeah. i got yeah but, uh, but by the worst i mean is i think it's where the game visually suffers the most i like the styling of new donk they've done the new york thing pretty good yeah pretty well um, but it's where the hardware i think is struggling it's been the one time where I've noticed, oh, the dynamic resolution is kicking in quite hard here, mm. and it's going a bit pixely. Um, and it's also the the the, the ob- most obvious place where the um, the animation, the or the lack of animation interpolation kicks in very close range um, with, like, you know, the the people walking around suddenly go jagged animation. Um, right. or low frame rate animation and i find that you know how i feel about that we've talked yeah. about that in, in games over the years and they look like, quite I, weird i, I, I find frame. that really very jarring mm. um and i, and I uh, which is a shame because i i think the direction at the level is pretty cool well one thing that i found weird about it but only because someone pointed it out and then i was like that is weird like you don't notice it when you're just running around but like the the <laughs> girders that are swinging on a on a wire yeah they're not connected to anything yeah yeah the what? wire doesn't go anywhere <laughs> the yeah, wire just goes, goes up and it disappears yeah yeah you don't what? notice what? it unless you actually realize and then yeah down there's no crane be like there's nothing there yeah they're just floating weirdly <laughs> yeah i didn't notice like, that. wow <laughs> what well, you're right i i had that's broken me <laughs> yep it's weird, like you just don't notice until someone points it out, and then you're like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> no, I totally noticed that. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like they could easily have just put a crane in there. <laughs> it just yeah, it's kind of unnecessary. Oh man, 
I just got quite fed up with a little with a little section because I saw a moon, and I have, still haven't got it. I'll have to go back to it. But you know, when you go to the power plant or whatever to turn yeah. it on, just be, just before the this end of that section, platform. yeah, the spinny platform. Oh, that was quite the, hard. The, the vertical spinny platform. It's right at the uh, end of that section. So every time you fall off it, you have to start again, go through all that stuff again. That, it's like, oh god, I, damn it! I did. I, I'm with you on that. I found that quite irritating. <laughs> I was there's, something about those, there's something about that spinning. And, well, there's the classic yeah. like Mario problem way back in Sunshine where it's like standing on rotation platforms. It's like, yeah. when do you suddenly but, lose grip and not be able to stand on the yeah, 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 exactly. Or when do you over jump over the top of it or whatever. I think there was one on the Woodland Kingdom that I found really tricky in a similar way with spinning things. Yeah. Um, yeah, once something embedded in a wall behind the behind a canopy or something, you know, it's just, it's just really tricky to pull off. Which I don't mind in some respects. It's like, it's hard, but it's, it was frustrating in the sense like, okay, this isn't hard in a... They weren't necessarily hard in an enjoyable way. It was nice to have some challenge. I wouldn't the mind that challenge with the spinny one. Um, if I could respawn next to it, but I can't. I can't. Uh, anyway, mm. never mind. And usually the game's quite good at that, but not there. Yeah, I think there's a couple of spots where it falters like that, but um, but it's but the they are few. Yeah, exactly. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's like that power plant section is probably one of the larger like submission. S- yeah, sub rooms. Right. Yeah. Mm. Consider the normal like where there's two rooms in this, inside this screen. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite a screen, but it's not very much bigger than one screen's worth or whatever. I quite mm. like that. That's that trope is mostly predictable. I'm pretty. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's been some sections where it's like, they, there's no double moon in here. I think like I've the, the only pu- seen like one. The puzzle ones. Which puzzle ones? Like the the block puzzles. There's been a couple of. That, uh, okay, the- Snow Kingdom blower block puzzle. Really easy. I'm pretty sure there's only a single moon I'm not moon sure which, the, which one of the blower... The, oh god, there's more than one? one right, okay. One with all the spinies, like, you wander through the... Or is that is that part of the mission? That's part of the actual mission, isn't it? Maybe. Where you get the clouds and the spinies. You can take over the clouds. Oh god. <laughs> oh, is that what you mean by the blowers? The, yeah, the, the, the clouds. Right, okay. Oh, are you talking about the, the one where there's just... The air vents, and it's like it's in the the brightly coloured blocks, like blue and orange platforms. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure if that's either. even smoking. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. No, it's, it's quite literally like there's a square. Those you know those when you blow blocks, they move. Yeah, like you know they have to move to the end of where they are, and it's like put these blocks in the right place. Oh right, yeah, I remember what you're talking about. Because there was that puzzle. There was the, the early on. You've got the. I possess this bit of staircase or something. And That's I have to the move only one the that right I know place. for sure there was only one moon in there. That, the rolling, the oh, piece of masonry. I mean, like some of these, some of those, some of these rooms. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe. I've probably missed quite a few there. It depends. But I, you know, I might just not be remembering. But that one was the one that I distinctly knew for sure, where I was like, this is really weird that there is another moon in here. <laughs> because yeah. it is a really small area in yeah. that specific, in the Light Kingdom one. Because I do always look for two. But then, and, and it, it freaks me out when there isn't a second. Dad's gone really quiet. I can vaguely hear him yeah. trying to say something. Oh, well, what am I supposed oh. to do? Uh, He's you're, back. You're back. Oh, I don't know. I was just saying about the um, the maze that's got glass over the top. Yeah. Oh, that one. yeah. That was a cool one. 
that one's got a second moon behind yeah. it. Right? Yeah, 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 that, 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 one, yeah. that one wasn't so bad. Yeah. yeah. At, at least I guess with the second moons, they, they there is a pattern to the naming again. Well, it's most of the time you can see you, if you you know at the point where you're using talkative or whatever, you can. Just, Firstly, they're normally adjacent to each other in the actual list, mm. and secondly, they'll often have a name which is like the same thing but longer. Yeah, <laughs> Where it's like jump, swing, and climb. Jump, swing, and climb more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, okay, then that must just be the other mood in this room. The higher climb <laughs> or something. Yeah, like the climb, the higher climb. Yeah, yeah. It's it, they, they, I like. I do like that they make those hints. Obvious. Well, I mean, they kind yeah. of had to, I guess, because that's... It, yeah, otherwise you'd be trawling the entire <laughs> level, like, okay, which room did I do? Which ones did I get two of? Well, which ones didn't I get two of? Yeah. I, I, I can't remember now which ones I only got one Because when you do get back, when you are trying, trying to clear up the last of the game and you're, like, using talkative and the name is... You come across a name that's just not quite specific enough and you're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> just have to try and interpret what that actually means. Well, there's been a few of those where it's like, I've got the name. Like uh, you know, no, we quite a lot where I've got the name, and it's like, and I go to the where I think it must be talking about, and it's like, no, I've got no idea. As it turns out, especially the ones in New Donk, where like there's a couple of places which are very clearly sort of identified by either the the respawn marker or the fast travel markers, mm-hmm. as yeah. as this is the name of the area, and the clue has been something to do with that area, and then I'm like, okay, I'm in the area, I've scoured. A, about pretty much every inch of this area. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, and I haven't found deep woods, whatever that was about. Um, yeah. And that's like, I, once I found out what was up with deep woods, I was vaguely annoyed. <laughs> okay. I mean, I could spoil that. It's not really. No, a, don't, it's not don't. really actually a spoiler in any way. I want to be. I want to be annoyed myself. <laughs> okay. I, you know. Maybe what was even more annoying about it was I theoretically could have missed that for a long time after I came back, and I was kind of lucky that I didn't. Huh. <laughs> Basically, because I... Well, there's one of the robots that very specifically says about the Deep Woods when you come back, and, you know, if you happen to not walk next to that guy and see his text box come up, <laughs> maybe you still wouldn't have worked it out. Which I haven't. Which I haven't. Well, so... you haven't been back yet, so you would I guess you would have anyway. Also, you'd have had to have left and come back. After the credits as well, because different, uh, uh, different NPCs spawn after the credits. Okay, so I'm not going to find that. No. That's, that's fine. Uh, that was my suspicion anyway, but yeah, that's fine. But the deep, the deep Woods definitely isn't a post-credits exclusive area, <laughs> so, which is why oh, it's right. very annoying. Yeah, right, <laughs> You'll so find out. Uh, you could have got there, but they just give you clues. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of okay with that. I mean, as a system, you know, there was plenty of other moons to get in Steam Gardens. <laughs> mm. That's that that area was a lot bigger than I initially thought. Nothing quite as cool as the Jaxi yet, though. <laughs> Love that thing. Oh man, I need to go back. I still haven't tried the Jaxi. Still didn't find the Jaxi. Ah. Oh. Good. I have gone back to Cat Kingdom yeah. just randomly. Oh, it's just to... like it's, there's there's tons of moves there that you couldn't have got because you yeah, there. It, wasn't, it wasn't possible to have got because <laughs> they didn't exist when you were first yeah. in the Cat Kingdom. I think I've only got like three of them thus far. I've only quickly gone gone back to and done a few, but uh, they didn't. They didn't seem like for the, for the, was it the list of fifteen or whatever that suddenly turn up on that level? They didn't seem quite so everywhere as I was expecting. 
Because it's a tiny area. Well, yeah, I guess. Kind of. A couple of doors I think I can get through that I couldn't before. Well, yeah, that's, that was the one one bit where I was like, I knew it. Because when you first go through Cat Kingdom and Cascade Kingdom, there's very obvious giant rocks that are in front of doors. And you're like, how do I get, how do I remove this rock? And it turns out the answer is you just come back <laughs> in the future and those rocks will have mysteriously disappeared. There's uh, no ability or anything. <laughs> yeah. Or at least on Cascade, it's like, yeah, you can T-Rex most of the blocks. Well, yeah. no, I mean, it's those green, like there's a door at the behind where the chain chomps are in front of the T-Rex, and there's another door on that little cliff path next to where all the spiky enemies spawn. Yeah, right, yeah. That are just obscured by green boulders the first time through, not even T-Rexable rocks. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I guess when I come back, that will seriously be open now. That's been a couple of times where I've noticed that very obviously. Like mm. um, the um, uh, Snow Kingdom has one where if you if you uh, you can find some stuff while you're wandering through the fog part of that level, and you're like, oh, I can't get at that. Oh right, while while the blizzard is still happening. Yeah, and it's like I can't, I, 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 I can very clearly see what that is, but I can't get to it. And then you finish the thing, and it's like, yeah, that, okay, that's all gone. <laughs> the blizzard is cleared. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that happens in Sand Kingdom as well, right? You know, yeah, when all the ice. ice disappears. And... Yeah, of course. It's still cool. I, I, it's cool. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it's, it's good, man. It's weirdly not getting its claws in me, like I said before. It's like, it's. I, I have no real major faults with it, but it's just not sinking its teeth in like Splatoon does. You still manage to get most of the way through it, I guess. <laughs> Fairly quickly. I, well, I, don't, I don't think it. I don't think I've put that much time into it. It doesn't sure. feel like I've put that much time into it. I mean, technically, getting through to the credits doesn't really take that long. I guess. No. <laughs> but it sounds like you've still been playing the levels for a long enough time. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hung around in New Donk for several hours on its own. I think that's the. I think that's the other thing. I think I'm just. When I am putting time into the game, I think I'm slow, mm. and I don't think I'm getting particularly far, particularly fast. No, uh, yeah, um, I think I'm wandering around quite a lot, not getting stuff. I mean, I'm judging that by my now a ridiculously high coin count. Like I've got like four and a half thousand, mm. but it's like I'm not sure I'm supposed to have this many coins at this point in the game. It's... Well, I mean, probably considering you know once you reach the credits and you get the nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine thing to buy. You better have that many coins. <laughs> I guess, but that's what I mean. It's like, like you and, and you told me about that. That was coming, and it's like, but and it's not like I'm hoarding coins particularly. Um, I'm not going out of my way just to go. Well, those coins will have respawned. Let's go get those. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, I'm just getting there. It's like I'm still buying everything I come across that I can buy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just not so much of a problem. I do think there are parts of the game where uh, it it feels like the difficulty spikes harshly. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about that 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 bit with the rotating platforms and other things. There's some some of the some of the challenges it makes you do, even sort of just en route in the main line. I sort of say because Gnome expressed a vague <laughs> like for this, both this and Splatoon. Yeah. 
um, recently and been like, I might give these a go, which is unusual for her to say about a game. Um, uh, you know, so she mucked around with Mario and New Donk for a while. I just handed her the controller and was like, there you go, go, go nuts. And she sort of had a good time just getting around and trying to get to grips with how things functioned and things like that. And it's like, you know, the classic, it's painful for me to watch kind of thing. <laughs> Naturally. Because, uh, you know, I could then, what what took her, like, the best part of half an hour to get to somewhere, it's like I could do it in five seconds. And it's like, you know, there's, there's that. And it's like, no, fair play, she doesn't play games. She doesn't have this built up grammar of Mario, I suppose, that we that is now just built into us over the last couple decades of this being, this control being a thing. Uh but that was fun to watch, you know. You know it was, it, was it, it has that appeal, and then I'm th- getting to these difficult bits, and I'm thinking, how would casuals get through this? Well, you just turn on assist mode. <laughs> that's the answer. Oh, is that a thing? <laughs> you see the giant screen that pops up when you first start the game that says "start" or "start in assist mode." I'd forgotten. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did say that. What does that do? It make it go basically sort of borrows the the uh, thing from the new Super Mario Brothers games where when you fall when you fall in fall off to, into the pit where you'd normally just die, instead you turn, go into a bubble and float back to wherever you jumped off. <laughs> ah, that sounds kind of neat. That actually sounds kind of neat. And there's also generally. like a GPS arrow that leads you to wherever. Uh, yes, I'm not so sure where it I tells you to go, but it tells you to go somewhere. I remember it advertising that. Maybe that's just mainlining. Yeah. Like, here, here are some moons you can get, probably. But yeah, the, the falling and respawning thing is probably the main. Actually, sounds kind of like a not a terrible idea just for the main game, right? Maybe that's actually faster. <laughs> well, it's probably faster, yeah. yeah. Solves Dan's problem with that new Donk Suen. Place where that's yeah. true. Yeah, I'm not. I won't turn it on though. I should be able to do no, it. No, you've got to do it proper. <laughs> well, there's that, and and the fact that it would turn all the other stuff on that you probably wouldn't want. And well, yeah, you can turn it back off. Apparently, it's just, it's, it's just a thing you can turn on at any time if you mm. really want to. Speaking of doing it proper, I finished Honest. everything. Yes. You finished everything. Yeah, you've you've now 100 percent of that go. Yes, I really did, including a big old pile of coin grinding <laughs> to get by the last few expensive things. And it turned and in the total sum of all the moons in that game, there was two that were incredibly annoying. Right. <laughs> by which I mean they were actually difficult. Hmm. There's one which was like is like. Not really spoilers, but you know the last challenge or whatever. Right. Obviously, that had to be hard because <laughs> that's kind of the point. Does it play Hall of the Mountain King as you're doing it? <laughs> no. Thank God. Why? Which game did that? That, that was the witness. All oh, right. I knew that was what the reference that was going to be made about that mm. when, I was, when I called it a challenge. The challenge. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's that, and there was one other one which was it's a it's a moon that. It's a basically it's a capless moon where oh, right, yeah. where you know with the scarecrow that you throw that on and whatever. But it it's basically sort of the it does like Mario Sunshine, the capless is like the floodless, essentially, isn't it? It's mm. basically the same idea. You lose that new ability and then you have to do the goddamn basic Mario platform. <laughs> it should 
it should be a cappella all the time yep. that your hat isn't on. Yeah, clearly. But there's one of those where it's it's basically the capless version of a room you've already done. So it's exactly the same layout and the same. There's still two moons, and it's you're still doing the same thing. But now you have to do it without the cap. So you have to do that, do it again. And like when you do it with the cap, you run out along this thing, and there's bullet bills, and then the bullet bills are destroying the platform. And you get to the end, and you grab the key, and you come back and get the moon. It's, it's all fine. Except when you do it with the cap, you get to the end, and then you just capture a bullet bill and you just fly back <laughs> because it's way easier than running all along these platforms. Right. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> But when you have to do it capless, you go out there all along the platforms, you get the end. But then the only way to get back if you want to get the second moon is to like drop to a lower level and then have a bullet bill follow you all the way back to this wall that you have to destroy at the end to get the second moon. And that requires you to do like eight or nine perfect long jumps in a row onto single tile platforms wow. and not fuck it up. And that took me like a really long time. I think I probably like bird like 2000 coins just dying over wow. <laughs> okay so yeah that a real challenge that mood sucks yeah. Holy the actual challenge that. challenge is difficult but manageable <laughs> hmm. it's kind of cool that they're there though yeah i kind of like that i mean i'm sure i'll say something different when i actually do it but... well you don't you know you don't have to do it it's those definitely are post-credits stuff because you know you don't even get to the levels that they they're in until after the credits. Mm. I don't know what where the original version of that bullet bill challenge thing actually exists. I don't remember what level that was in, but yeah, the capitalist version is a fucking pain. <laughs> Precise long jumps. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the game's constant need to use a dither effect. Did we talk about that last time? It's like yeah. I, I, like I, my brain is constantly saying you could have just faded that. You didn't need to dither that fade. Unless that's just what the fades look like in that engine for some reason. I know it's a bit strange. <laughs> just, a, just a thing. Just a personal gripe. I'm not a big fan of the dither. Mm. Sure. Cool. Well, we've all been playing Mario then. Yeah. Mm. And some Splatoon, and but got, I actually yeah. have not a lot more to say about Splatoon. Still amazing. No, yes. And you know, maybe next episode you might get to the credits. Maybe judging by how far you've got in this last, yeah, maybe two weeks. How we go? <laughs> then we can find. Then I can talk about all this stuff I want to talk about. God damn it! All oh, right, you're waiting for us to get the can... credits. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll have got it all done by goatee and spoiler territory. Yes. Yeah. Which is more important, but also I just want to talk about it. <laughs> we'll just do a spoiler cast at some point, though. Well, wait, I think once you guys have finished it, I'll consider that sufficiently long that I can just talk about spoilers. <laughs> for everyone. Okay. For the world at large. <laughs> All right. Fair. <laughs> cool. Have you got any games you've been playing besides that, Zeg, to talk about? Yes. Well, sort of, briefly. Okay. I mean, obviously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. obviously, I finished Opus Magnum. Oh, yeah. you finished it? Cool. Or, well, the thing about it, I said, there's about three more videos to be uploaded, <laughs> and then that'll be, the, right. that'll be done uploading them. 
So it's not actually. I'm not actually that far behind. Is, there, like a way, is there a way you can get like the top 100 badges this time? Well, the first 100 badges. Sort of, except not really. See, I got to the end and there was a pop up which said, get your reward or whatever. Except this time it's just a link to a store page where you can order the Opus Magnum badge. But it's it, like the wording in the store page sort of is like, did you finish the finish the campaign of Focus Magnum in early access? Then buy this thing. And I, I was like, that's not as cool, but no. I guess it's all right. But the other the weird that's thing not about, really reward no, at that point. No. But the other weird thing about it was when I looked at that when I backed out to the to the like whole store, there's an Infinifactory badge there that's like, did you complete the campaign of Infinifactory to hundred percent? And then there's a like asterisk, and underneath it says to your interpretation of whatever hundred percent is, does that mean the main campaign? Does that mean the full yeah, Overlord right. campaign, or what? Like the second campaign, whatever. It's also like buy this badge. But the weird, the thing about that one is, it's not your badge. No. It's, okay. Okay. That's it's good. specifically the. It says on the on top of the conveyor, it says one hundred percent rather than first one hundred, which is not the one I yeah. had. So it's like, oh well, I guess so your one's still special. Yeah, my one's still legit. Yeah. <laughs> now that's something. That's I was a bit worried that it was just going to make something that was like. Like okay, like but you've just diminished the point in me doing it that well. <laughs> yeah, but so not really. Focus Bank is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. So there sorry. is still a thing you can buy, which is nice and fancy and like a nice stone mm. hat or whatever, but it's not as exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're not being rewarded for your patronage to electronic industry. Not quite. But yeah, the campaign of Focus Magnum kind of ends abruptly in a way that makes me think that maybe it will do the Infinite Factory thing where there'll, there'll be, more be another taxes. campaign. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Apparently it's probably going to come out of early access very soon. He's done with his bug fixing phase. Hmm. Which well, you know, not very many actual bugs or anything. So that will come out maybe before the end of the year so it can count yeah. as a game of this year. Andy. <laughs> That's that would be helpful. That might be a case of a very, very quick early access turnaround as well. Well, that's why he, you know, did it with Infinity Factory as well. Not quite as quick. But... No, Infinity Factory was definitely in the in early access for a noticeable period of time, but it was pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Not like a month quick. No, I don't know how long Shenzhen was because I wasn't paying attention at the time. Did that even early access? I think it did. I think so. I don't remember. But yeah, and then... Did both of those come out this year? What? Shenzhen and... Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I feel like Shenzhen was probably last year. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and then at the end, you know, there's also the journal, like how in Space Game there was the journal of basically user-created puzzles that had been curated and then re-uploaded into a proper format or whatever. Only in this one, it's the, you know, journal of alchemy. So it's got like little, little flavor text where it's like, this is a thing that this guy created and it does this, except, you know, it's just a bunch of random spheres joined together in a <laughs> pad. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, then I, I, then there's a submission thing where you can be like, submit your, upload your puzzles to the Steam Workshop and then write an email to the Zachtronics address and submit your puzzles and see if they can get into the journal. So I did that for some puzzles I made. Hmm. So we'll see if that turns up anything, but you know, doubtful. 
And then when you finish the game, you can also, there's a menu option that appears to turn on the top percentile on the histograms. Because you, obviously you have the regular histograms where it's like you can see vaguely what the average is and have a good idea what the low end is. But then you can turn on the top percentile and see what the actual lowest is. Mm. And that's dangerous, of course. Because there's several where I was like, my area is one square higher than the actual lowest. And I'm like, fuck, now I have to no, look at the no, solution I that I thought was good. Yeah, no, I want to <laughs> go even harder. Yeah. Can I figure out that one? It's, can I beat that one? It's mainly worse, worse for the area, though. Because when it is like one space... And I thought I'd optimize it as hard as I could. And it's just like, God damn it. Now I have to go back in here and see if I can shave one more square out, make it rotate slightly less or in a different direction. Assuming you can't just look at other solutions, like that person's solution to try and pick up a trick that you missed. Well, I'm sure you can go on the internet and find solutions for everything. Particularly, oh, yeah, particularly but, the but best maybe, solutions. Yeah. I bet you can find those on some forums somewhere. Maybe. maybe. Someone's probably already posted there. This is the best answers. So yeah, there's that. And then talking of other things that I played very briefly and play things that I play constantly, but that actually have a tiny amount of new stuff to say this time. Uh, I played Rocket League, and for the first time ever, you wouldn't have thought this was possible considering how much I've played Rocket League. But I saw something new, and it finally <laughs> it finally confirmed to me that spin exists in Rocket League. Huh, okay. I've, I've played all this time and I've never actually seen convincing evidence that spin is a thing that it actually happens, but this time I actually did. Like when I hit a ball and it came down directly above the goal, but the ball was spinning and the spin put it into the goal off the ground. Huh. And I was like, holy shit, spin actually is real. Nice. <laughs> Confirmed. But subtle. Yeah, it's yeah. not very strong. Not because really the ball in Factorio doesn't spin very fast. It's like you can't make it spin very fast. The ball in Factorio. Factorio. Ball in I'm about to talk about Factorio as well. Okay. But there you go. My train of thought is getting ahead of itself. Yeah. But in Factorio. Uh, Rocket, League, it, Rocket League runs well on a PS Pro. I'm sure it does. Better than it does on a base one. What about when it runs on Switch? <laughs> very good question. I know it's. Cut back visually quite a bit. Yes. The, yeah. No grass. <laughs> well, no. Um, yeah, and then in Factorio, I finally, after a long time, finished that the like Death World game that I was playing. Mm. Launched the rocket, and then I was like, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> I've completed that goal. Yeah. Not that there's any reason. It was just a self-set goal. There's no achievement or anything. So it's the hardest thing you could have done. Yeah, I guess. Sort of. I guess you could make it even harder if you wanted, because the def the def world settings are like a preset. They're not technically as hard as you could make it. Hmm. You could just ram those settings way up and make it literally impossible. Hmm. <laughs> but then I downloaded what is... Someone had a bright idea and basically looked at the Minecraft mod pack of Sky Factory and Skyblock and said, why don't we do that in Factorio? <laughs> Except in Factorio, it's C-Block, because hmm. obviously you're just in... a endless ocean instead of the void like you are in Minecraft. So you start on a single tire in the middle of the ocean and, well, the single tire has a crate on it which has a bunch of stuff that you need to actually be able to play Factorio. <laughs> it's not quite as, like, making stuff out of nothing as Minecraft is. Hmm. In, the, in the Factorio version, you're making stuff out of seawater, which makes marginally more sense. 
Like you take the seawater and you run it through an electrolyzer, which gives you oxygen and hydrogen, which are basically irrelevant. You just vent that back to the atmosphere. But what what's left is like it's just slag, and you, it's just like mineral content, I guess. And then you process the slag into actual minerals. Like that almost makes sense. And then like you use you use seawater to grow algae, and then that turn you can like compress that and turn it into basically wood, and then coal. And it's like that almost makes sense. <coughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. It's almost, almost science. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically not in terms of like a mod pack. It's very similar to just the basic Bob's mods and Angels mods that I've already played before. Those are the main two mod packs that everyone uses. Okay, <laughs> Bob's Angels. Yes, but uh, so. There's not really much that's different. It's just the challenge of not having actual resources to mine. <laughs> having to make everything out of nothing or water, which makes it slightly more awkward. And and because of the way like Bob's and Angels have a lot of well, I don't, well, I guess they do even in the base in the deep like normal versions, not this mod pack version, but they have like loops where stuff feeds back onto itself. Like when you're growing when you're growing algae to turn into wood and then and then fuel, you have to the algae require carbon dioxide to grow. So you so how do you make carbon dioxide? Well you burn the wood that you make. So it's like it's a loop, but then like you're producing slightly more carbon dioxide than it takes to grow the equivalent amount of algae to make that piece of wood. So you're getting a slight profit in carbon dioxide. So then it's all just maths and you're like I mean, you, you're trying to, you're either having to do calculations in the limit and be like, every every time this cycles, I'm getting a very marginal profit, but if I add more to it, it neg negates it. Or you're just like, I'm making this much extra carbon dioxide compared to how much it uses to make the algae, and then you do all these calculations and pipe work, and it's a pain. Mm. But you know, that's Factorio anyway. Yeah, <laughs> It's just a slightly different version of Factorio. <laughs> A slightly different problem to solve. Yep, that's mm. that's what you want once you've played a whole bunch of Factorio. Solve things in a different way. But yeah, it's always a good idea when someone just sees an idea like a mod pack and is like, oh, I can do that in this game instead. <laughs> Let's yeah. have Skyblock in all games. Fortnite. <laughs> Skyblock and Fortnite. Build everything. Yeah, I mean, you probably could. It'd be like a Gary's mod. Yeah. That's basically what Gary's one zombie defense was, wasn't it? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Just build everything out of bad things. Because <laughs> Gary's one was barely functional back then. <laughs> it's funny as hell, though. I'm going to build a trap out of boosters. Yep. All I'm boosters. Like, well, didn't I just use my classic attempt to make my classic rocket crate? Yeah. Where I put boosters on all four sides of it and mapped it to the numpad. Yeah, map it to the key command to yeah. make it fly around. And then put blades all over it. Yep. <laughs> and then just use that to like crash into zombies while I'm on a super high up platform. Yes. That was fun. That's fun. Gary's mind. It was impossible to drive. Yeah, naturally. Can't drive my square. You'd think it would be easy because it's only four directional, but physics. Yeah, but physics. <laughs> Especially if you want to make it actually turn rather than attempt to go in four directions. <laughs> yes.
And that was pretty much it. Coolio. Games. Well, that'll be it for the uh, Salacast then. Uh, for this week. Um, uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, and maybe one or both of us will have got to the credits in uh, Mario. We shall see. <laughs> both of you, hopefully. Come on. <laughs> we shall see. And uh, there'll be check out some if you want to see Zach playing these ridiculous games, Factorio or Opus Magnum, check out our YouTube channel. And there's probably some more videos, including do check out our Collision Software Part 3, um, which is now up. Um, yeah. Featuring, uh, I don't, wasn't there some problem with the sound? I don't know what it was, but you fixed it because it's all fine. <laughs> Well, well it's time. it's not noticeable as is okay. It's fairly noticeable. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, the the last couple of games in it that's not got a direct source right. feed it's got a bit wrong. So it's yeah. it's like it's it's you can just, just vaguely it's, hear it through the mic. It's recorded yeah. through the mic. Yeah, yeah. it sounds okay, better than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't come out. As, it, that's why. I, yeah, just sort of ran with it because it's just like yeah, yeah, it's not it's not perfect, but yeah. the, these games are not perfect no so <laughs> I, check I out our not can, perfect games of your <laughs> of your and uh i'm sure there'll be some maybe there'll be a microsoft machines v3 one in the future so <laughs> stay tuned for that shit I think and uh, dungeons of the endless is next is next on the steam a to z so check that out and oh, that's uh one i haven't i haven't encoded i've missed yeah Indeed. i haven't processed for some reason and we'll be back for another sidecast in a couple of weeks. So, till then. Uh, what was it? How, oh, we, we haven't discussed how we say goodbye. We've just been saying how we say hello. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, yeah, yeah. Again? How's, yeah, I hope it keeps well, fellas. <laughs> Continue to keep. <laughs> yeah. One was, one was alright. I have been kept. <laughs> keep well, keep well. Bye.